But my theory was right again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which theory? About um, uh, Karkarov, Crockpot. Crockpot? What was your theory about Crockpot? I didn't cheating? like him and I thought he was being acting uh, and he was uh, not yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wrote all of that kind of stuff out. Because hmm. um, Sirius says that, right? He's like... Yeah. Oh, of the, course he'd be a good actor. In my head when I read that, I was like, Jen yep. would love this. <laughs> She's reading at home going, I am a great predictor. I'm better than you guys are best. Is that prideful? But I'm loving it. <laughs> no, you're so good at it. <laughs> Own it, girl. It's my favorite thing to do. Own it. Oh, weren't these two chapters so good? They were awesome. Mm-hmm. So good. Loved and he made it. me stop again. But it wasn't like that long. It was like a half yeah, a week. Seriously. Come on. Do you know I finished it in like on Monday? Like you we did? stopped. We recorded everyone on Sunday, and then I read everything on Monday, and then I had to wait. So then I redid it. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I almost did it three times because nice it's it's a good chunk of chapters. Because I feel like I missed a little bit, so yeah. I was like, I need to go back. Because you're gonna ask some detailed question <laughs> that I'm gonna forget about yeah. that I read it. These are honestly just so And this much one fun. with his notes. Yeah. Like, what about? Margins. <laughs> <laughs> On the last podcast, we talked for a few minutes about Hermione's maturity. You guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. We were talking how Hermione just seems head and shoulders more mature than everyone else. Mm-hmm. I This is why I love our community so much. I love our little subreddit. I love people on YouTube <laughs> because they're not only dissecting harry potter but they're dissecting what we say and they're like finding new things about the harry potter universe so <laughs> that you didn't know about yeah i had no idea Whoa, about um, mind blown. but this is so people were like looking onto other theories about this some people have thought about this idea but not too many because it's like a less subtle point in the book you have to actually have a good understanding and grasp of hermione's maturity when you're reading through these books and sometimes you could just bypass it of saying you know mm. girls are more mature than boys or smarter than mm. boys at this age yeah but true, we were talking true. about it <laughs> at this age <laughs> but um a few of our we had a um vader mort or one of our great subredditors said I there's i know <laughs> said this which to me was fascinating on the last pod, there was a brief discussion about how her, uh, how mature Hermione is compared to Harry and Ron. Some of this, I'm sure, is because girls just tend to mature quicker than boys. Anyways, I wonder how much of this is due to her time turner use the previous year. We could probably figure out mathematically how many hours, extra hours she lived for the class, but we'll have no idea how much she used the time turner for extra study, rest yep. periods, sleep, etc. So possibly she's, she's actually older. She's like 10 months older than Harry. Mm. Um, just realistically, I think that's one of our redditors said. Yeah. Um, and she's on top of that. Probably some people were figuring it was, there were guesses all over the place. Some people were figuring like five or six days because some people have actually done this math outside of our own community. Mm-hmm. And they just found that some people were factoring like two or three months. Some people were factoring maybe six or seven months. And actually, like, because she was because Hermione's a studier. So why would she stop? She could just anytime she wants to study, read another book, yeah, do something yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Oh my. So God. some people Goodness, because Hermione, would be yeah, insane. But here's the only issue with this, and this is a slight debate because there's no one exactly knows how this works. Mm. But she was also petrified for a number of months. Yep. And some people think that that's kind of being like frozen in, um, like cryo sleep or something. Or, no aging. Yeah, no aging. So mm-hmm. it balanced. So it balanced out. Huh. 
But isn't that crazy? Our but Reddit community she, is, is she just still using a time it. turner every once in a while? Or she handed that no, back in. No, she had to hand it in. Yeah. Uh, so it was just for a year. She handed that. it back in because she was too overwhelming for her. So she's what? not using Where it. Where was that? Her uh, um, McGonagall gave it to her. So she probably handed it in back to. Wait, you say probably, it's but do in we know that? the book, or you know that because you're Harry <laughs> because Potter. He knows Hermione personally. It's in the book, but it's subtly. <laughs> it just yeah. like slipped in there. It like, slipped in there. Yeah. Um, okay. Where uh, I think um, at the end of the book, she said something like, "I'm not using this anymore," or "I'm handing this back into McGonagall. Um, I don't want another year like this one." So mm-hmm. it was a subtle line that you can probably read and say, you know what, maybe she didn't really hand it in because you don't have the physical evidence of her handing mm-hmm. it in. It was just her intention for yeah. a moment was yeah, to exactly. hand it in. I so she that. still she verbalized have that it thing. out loud to keep herself accountable, but <laughs> there, no one ever followed up. We don't know. I'm sure she handed it in. <laughs> oh, that's true. She follows. Yeah, she's yes. Hermione. Yeah. yeah um, and McGon- if she's working with McGonagall, you wouldn't I, have handed it in. I would have. That's like a double, a double. Yeah, they're McGonagall both McGonagall super strict, strict, Hermione super strict. Hmm. <laughs> Even if one is feeling emotional at one one particular time, um, they're not going to let that govern them. Mm. But I just love our Reddit community because they're coming up with this yeah, kind of stuff. Right. I never thought of that. I like you know, mom, you know, Hermione's more mature. There's a few lines in these chapters too, 19 and 20, that show that she's a lot more mature. But you never, I never thought it was because of the time turner, or because she's actually like growing older than their, than mm-hmm. than Harry and Ron. Because um, she's then potentially a year older than yeah. Harry, year and a half if mm-hmm. we get crazy with mm. it. So, and yeah. the equivalent in American high school is freshman year. And that is really where I think the largest disparity, like eighth grade to freshman year, yeah. like girls are like a foot taller than guys. <laughs> yeah, they're so like thinking clearer. There's a few outliers, but <laughs> both of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like that's kind that of where it's hitting. So, on top of all that. So in the movies, do they have the guys have like high pitched voices in this one? You crackling. Um, Next one. I think the third one is when they experience the most puberty. This one, they seem to be a bit more level headed. Really, I missed the second and the third one because I think they're they're they couldn't film the movies like every year perfectly on the dot. (laughs) So I think they were eleven when they cast them as the as their roles, and then and they're he's probably like. 16 maybe uh, probably not 17 but maybe like 16 ish mm-hmm. filming this when he should be 14 mm. um so there they've they've outgrown their puberty stage <laughs> <laughs> nice um i don't know why i asked <laughs> <laughs> aren't these chapters so good though these two yep. yeah well i kept thinking i was like i can't wait to see it in the movie too like these chapters yep yeah i'm very curious i don't like the rules of this competition though so unfair all haphazard and crazy picking a different dragon but they all have different temperaments that's not fair oh my goodness it's so on point system i was like yelling at my book oh well. biased like we talked about and if you're gonna have biased judges which is a guarantee and we saw it happen at least make the biased ones give their numbers at the same time first yeah then the unbiased judges at the mm. end yeah but <laughs> or each one shouldn't vote for their own the house, like whatever school. Yeah, you have they to like be allowed yeah, to not vote. give numbers for your own house would also yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah, seriously, that's yeah. the one you're exempt from. Yep. Yeah, and then they can't skew it. They still can, but like yeah. it won't be as harsh. Mm-hmm. They Large. just shouldn't have the school heads be judges. <laughs> you get three or yeah. four impartial judges, and you're right. you're set. It's ridiculous that Karkarov is a judge. 
Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about this more. Yeah, we'll get to it. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. I'm John. Jen. Danny. And Kristen. And this is Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. As always, give us a rating, give us a review, go follow us on subreddit r slash first time readers. We also got a Patreon. We don't really have any content on there, but if you want to support us, that's probably the best way. Um, if you want any merch, bookmarks, or stickers, or um, that's pretty much all we got right now, but we're looking to make more stuff, email me at firsttimereaders at gmail.com. But enjoy these chapters, chapters 19 and 20 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. The Hungarian Horntail. We are on the first task, pretty much. The Hungarian Hortel and the first task are the, these two chapters. Someone give me a summary, quickly, of the Hungarian Hortel. Uh, dragons are the first challenge. Rita's daily profit article was all about Harry, and it was full of lies. Charlie arrived at Hogwarts. Um, Sirius talked to Harry through the fire. Karkaroff was in Azkaban, we found out. And Ron and Harry are still fighting. Do you still like Rita Skeeter? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now I very much out. dislike her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still think her role is important as a journalist. Um, but now I don't even think she's the best journalist. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's even very good at all. Um, so I very much dislike her. Bending the truth, making things up, mm. manipulating Harry. I feel like she's line. like a today journalist. Yeah. In a lot of ways. In yeah. the media today. Yeah. Yep. But. The, okay. There's a point to this. She's not a very good nonfiction writer. As far as fiction is concerned, do you actually think that she's making Harry more likable? And maybe this is just a general question for you guys. Do you find Harry likable um, just by himself as he is right now in these books? No. I don't like him that much. <laughs> really? But that's why I think Rita is a great thing to help us like Harry. Because now we can feel bad for him. Yeah. But I like him in certain moments. But there are a lot of moments I don't think he's a very good person. Yeah. Like he's not a great friend. And he's just a yeah. little bit too like self-centered. And little animal he doesn't abuser. take care of Hedwig. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, Harry. He's got a long way to go before I'm going to like be fully psyched on harry um yeah. what um yeah jen you don't like him that much i just he's just like there i, I mean obviously the whole book's about him but like he he's i don't he just like i guess i feel for him too though because he's basically like an orphan and like the people that were raising him don't even like him so how does your personality from like your nurture versus nature thing like the nurturing he didn't even have basically so i guess the selfishness is kind of coming from that maybe um but i guess everything just seems like handed to him kind of like ron was saying like you just get everything yeah. and like mm. it's a little annoying because he doesn't he's also young doesn't know how to handle it but i guess that's what uh, it annoys me <laughs> yeah it really is kind of annoying because Harry doesn't want any of this stuff so I feel for him yeah but he just gets everything yeah. I mean like that Ron wants everything that Ron wants mm -hmm. so he seems like a bad friend to Ron at points 
Um, he's definitely not a great friend to Hermione either, I think. Um, I do think he is getting a lot of unfortunate things happen to him, um, which doesn't doesn't kind of excuse some of his behavior, I think. Hmm. But uh, I feel for him a little bit. But he did take this as like a champ in a way because he just got his name thrown in yeah. to this yeah. Triwizard. And he, he did great. And he just took it. He could have been complaining. He could have been like, no, get me out of here. I want, like, this isn't fair. He just yeah. accepted it. Mm-hmm. But is that prideful? Like, oh, like. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't see too much pride. Like, we don't really see him ever getting. Boasting. About yeah, arrogant about it. I don't mm-hmm. think. And. I had mixed feelings about his like heart because we've seen some really good stuff out of him in the past with Neville and, you know, facing crazy things. Um, But here I was annoyed when he saw the dragons and didn't resist that like cheating element. Um, And in the end, we found out maybe cheating is expected and it's normal and whatever. How would he Um, resist the cheating? Well, like when Hagrid was bringing him to see what it was, he knew what was happening. He could have said, I don't want to see this. I don't need any extra help. That's what you would have said. I'm not saying that's what I would have said. <laughs> to be honest, I would have taken everything I could get. Um, I thought you wanted no spoilers. And even with Moody and whatever else, I'm like, he's just, Harry keeps saying he's totally fine. Bagman, right before he's about to go in, is like, you want some pointers? Uh, yeah. Harry's like, nope, I'm good. I'm like, are you kidding me? If I was Harry, I'd be asking every person I could find about pointers because all these guys who know what the challenges are, you know, they're just having their fun trying to think like, how would I do it? So if Bagman's going to offer him advice, take it. And if you don't trust Bagman, that's fine. You don't have to do what he suggests. Yeah. But at least it would give you more knowledge than you could say, hmm, he suggested this. I'm still going to do my firebolt thing. And afterwards, I'm going to go to Moody and say, here's what Bagman suggested. Was he trying to get me killed or was he trying to help me succeed? Mm-hmm. But now we're getting into the next chapter. But yeah. at least Harry told... Cedric. I know that that was because really I, then nice. I'm like, are right, you cheated? I don't like that. Whatever. But at least he then included Cedric because he wanted it to be fair and even. And that felt like a, a big move. He didn't have to do that. Um, so now I'm like, oh, man, that's that's cool. Harry is taking some steps in the right direction. Um, he's yeah. I think he's got attributes to him that are annoying where you're like, why is he bad friend to these people? Why is he mm. not nice to Hedwig? Why is he like, you know, he seems self-centered in some instances. But there's lines that we get in his head that you find him a lot, re- a little redeemable and you're hoping yeah. those lines come out a little bit more. Like the one that you mentioned with Cedric, where he, in Harry's mind it says, Harry wouldn't have let his worst enemy face those monsters yep. unprepared. Yeah. Well, perhaps <laughs> Malfoy or Snape. <laughs> oh, yeah. <surprise>. So, yeah. <laughs> and I love those lines because this is like the hope of Harry and this is like kind of how you um, want him to come out. And I think this is really the battle that you get. I think this is why he's a relatable character too because he has mm-hmm. he is prone to mood swings and he's a high school kid and one day he's <laughs> going to wake up feeling great and the next day he's at war with his best friend, you know? Like this is high school mm-hmm. and he's relatable because I think None of us are purely good all the time or happy all the time or like great all the time. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Except Jen. (laughs) Definitely not. But like in those lines that we get of Harry saying like he doesn't want this even for his worst enemy. You're like, yeah, that's the direction that I want to go. And that's a healthier direction for Mm. Harry. So he seems like he's a person that can grow into this kind of role. And honestly, Rita Skeeter 
terrible journalist as far as the truth is concerned great in making it more likable if i'm reading this article like mm-hmm. just like mrs weasley said she's like at home right. crying like oh he still cries about his parents like bless his heart like this makes harry so much more yeah, you're right i forgot mm-hmm. even about those yeah. things yeah. it makes harry so huh. much more likable and out of the carry's purpose is to be likable but that's maybe his flaw and that he's famous and he wants nothing to do with it. So he doesn't, hmm. he like shuts people down that want him yeah. to be like want his autograph, like mm. Colin Creevy thinks he's like a dweeb. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Harry, you're not, you're like famous and you don't want to be famous, but at least have patience to temper these people. And yes, Rita's not telling the truth, but <laughs> she's doing a good job of making him a little bit more likable. Yeah, that's actually true. And even though she exaggerated things about Harry, she wasn't like completely off base. Mm-hmm. It kind of, I mean, Harry's maybe not crying physical tears every night, but he's thinking about his parents all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in subtle ways, he might not even realize he's still like working to, I don't know, not get revenge is too harsh, but at least like get some closure on things with his parents. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're right. That wasn't actually that harsh. I'm trying to think of what lies she told in her article. Hmm. I feel like she just exaggerates things. Yeah. It's not, well, is that a lie? Oh, Maybe the thing with Hermione, Hermione, that's what got yeah. me mad. Oh. Yeah. But if you were an outsider and you're watching it, you could think that. They're mm-hmm. always together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, yeah, for sure. It's a good observation. And uh, she even speaks highly of Hermione. Mm-hmm. So there's a beautiful, yeah. someone calls her oh. a beautiful oh, yeah. fourth year girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Hermione feels great by that. Right. She probably has right. never yeah. been called that mm. at freaking Hogwarts ever. Aww. Like Ron and Harry, I'm like, okay, your best friend's a girl. I call her beautiful every once in a while mm-hmm. in like a friendship way, you know? Mm. <laughs> How does and that work? Don't get that. <laughs> what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hermione probably feels great by this. Um I kind of love that. What page that. is that on? Uh, 315? Yep. Although, yes, oh, she, she is stretching the truth here. But um, you're right. It's odd that she's actually making Harry look way better. Mm-hmm. Um, and even ta- talking about them like the top students in school, mm-hmm. which Harry clearly isn't, but Hermione is. Well, maybe Harry is in his own way, but not um, in grades. Yeah. Like, I, oh, man. I had a uh, professor in school who uh, was, he, she wasn't deep into journalism, but she had done journalism before. She was like an author. She had mainly written nonfiction books. And one of the things that she told us in, it's always stuck with me, in um, an interview, if you're doing any um, like deep dive on a person or an interview, or if you're doing any kind of profile on a person, your, your number one job is to make that, that person look as good as possible. Unless it's a clear thing where you're like, this mm-hmm. person needs to be exposed. If it's like investigative journalism, mm-hmm. they're like, if you're doing a profile. So we had to do profiles on people and I had to do a profile on some guy. And my job was literally just to make him look as good as possible. Like mm-hmm. you're writing this and like you're explaining that this person is brilliant. This person's cool. And that's what a lot of profilists do. And that's why they're really enamoring to read. Because you're mm-hmm. like, this person is like, you know, <laughs> a god. Like how can they be this cool or this great? Um, and she's doing a good job of that, I think. She really yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Um, although everything is stretched, it's like not the truth, which is where the issues come in. And because I don't like her, I feel like she's doing it for her own selfish gain, yeah. not for Harry. Yes. Um, and I feel like she's setting up, as we saw at the end of chapter 20, like for more stories. So it almost feels like she's trying to set Harry up so she can knock him down. Yeah. And that's why I'm like now getting 
weird vibes. I'm like cautiously like, oh, I do not like her because if she's willing to lie for the good things, she'd be willing to lie for the bad things. And I'm afraid she will do more bad later. Um, I also don't like that she misspelled the names of the other champions. Didn't even mention Cedric. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not an article about the Triwizard Tournament at all. Yeah. Um, Which feels kind of lame because that's good content. Write that article. I know. Yeah. She just needs to do two different articles. One, do a profile on Harry. Yep. (laughs) Because what she's writing to me, Mm -hmm. if I am a a reader and I've known about Harry Potter my entire life and I know he's at Hogwarts, if I'm a wizard, that is, I don't Mm -hmm. care about it. Like the Triwizard Tournament is fascinating to me, but that is by far the more important story, more interesting story. It's a person yep. who's never had a profile written about them in their life and there he's at school and he's aging up and you're like, who is this person? This is so fascinating to read and learn about. I would read that article in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But it's like the one chance someone's getting to like interview Harry Potter. Everyone knows of him, but this is yeah. like, she's Maybe probably Dumbledore's like- has been blocking her out for a while. Yeah. yeah. And this true. was her only excuse to get in the Triwizard Tournament. But if she was coming in just to interview Harry, she wouldn't have been allowed. Right. Speculation, but maybe. Hmm. Well, she threw away that pen really quick when she saw Dumbledore. Right. <laughs> the quick yep. quill. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. Yeah. The quick quotes quill. Quick. That's a really neat pen, though. I would love that. <laughs> so nice. Even if it doesn't it make me write better. Yeah, no. for sure. I want that. In but my even life. like all those thoughts in your head, <laughs> like actually <laughs> like words yep. to these thoughts, right? Would be great, <laughs> coherent. <laughs> I think we even talked about that early on. That what? that would be a cool thing to have when we were yeah. talking about the journal. I think so. Well, yeah, because like, he kept yeah. asking us about quills. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I'm telling you, you if you re-listen to the pod. I'm kind of proud of myself for some little things that I threw in there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> uh, it's been fun to like sneak certain things in. Um, just hear your thoughts about yeah, like, you one or two things in like, random. You have asked random things. And I'm like, it's going to come up, but then I forget. And then it comes <laughs> exactly, up. Exactly, yeah. Mm. yeah. You're like, oh, I remember. He asked about if, you, if, you, if it'd be cool to have a pen that writes for you one of those days. <laughs> it's fun. Anyway, uh, there's a line in this. Um where Ron and Harry are still at war with each other. And Harry goes to Hermione. I didn't start this, Harry said stubbornly. It's his problem. And Hermione cuts through all of that, doesn't care about anything that he says there, and goes, you miss him, Hermione said impatiently. And I know he misses you. I love Mm -hmm. that so much. So, so much. Mm. So maybe this is going to be a little different of a question. But uh, who is a friend in your life that you really, really miss? You don't have to like say a name or anything like that. But um, is there someone, let's do an ode to friends we miss right now. Ah. <laughs> is there someone that you're like, I really miss having their friendship. Even if it's like someone in kindergarten that you met, you're like, oh, I miss, you know, playing with them in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'll start. There's, I have a friend in Dallas and uh, he's married and uh, I haven't talked to him for a while now. And I really, really miss, we hung out all the time and I lived in uh, Dallas and uh, it was great. We like. We're best friends. I was best man at his wedding. I haven't talked to him in a little while. I want to reconnect. I'm going to write him a letter because he was the one that taught me calligraphy. Um, He like got me into it and he was phenomenal at it. So good at it. This would be the perfect time to. I got to write him a letter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Calligraphed letter. Love that. Yeah. My one friend, my best friend from college, I was her maid of honor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I miss her. Same. It's been a little while. Yeah. It's sad how things her drift apart. Her husband have a, a baby girl mm. that I never got to meet because mm. they're not 
Florida, but yeah. Distance. Mm-hmm. No. I know. I know. Stinks. Two friends. A tale of two Trevors. Mm. The first is a, a Trevor <laughs> that I met um, when I was at summer camp when I was in like second grade, first year summer camp, scared to leave home. And my grandma dropped me off and this random kid just, I sat next to and talked while I was getting registered. And then uh, he was put in my cabin and then he puts his arm around me and says, oh, don't worry, Grammy. Um, if he gets homesick, I'll take care of him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then we were friends so all week cute. and it was great. Cute. I it's love like that. Harry situation. And then remember, <laughs> at the end of that week, off no. we go. Never, never to see Trevor again. Oh, yep. but I will always remember him, Trevor. If reason. he did that at yep. camp, <laughs> yeah. twenty something years ago, yeah. you're yep. listening to this podcast. You are missed. <laughs> yeah, we and then my other friend Trevor, you know, right, moved Reddit away. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling with friends. I can go on a whole other tangent that's a little different than maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> go on any tangent that you want. Yeah, Take any direction sure. you want with this. Well, it's we're talking about like missing friendships and it's interesting because I miss a friendship that changed. Like I missed how it was yeah. and then it changed and now it's really hard to get back to that. Mm. Um, so like I miss what it was. Yeah. And maybe it can get back to it someday in the future. But Which is probably more of what Harry's experiencing too. Yeah. Mm. Like Ron's around, but he misses the way it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because people's personalities shift and change and mm-hmm. you don't see eye to eye on things. Yeah. yeah. Mm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But Harry and Ron having a rough go at it. What do you think of their whole dynamic? They're both being stubborn. But I get it. Good thing Hermione's around. Yeah. I just don't like the it's conditional. Whenever you go into like a thing like that where there's the condition, Harry says, um, he would only talk to Ron again if Ron admitted that Harry Mm -hmm. hadn't put his Mm -hmm. name in. But then if Ron has a similar condition, they'll never be friends again. And that's kind of lame. Like something's gotta give. Um so I'm glad they ignored all that in the end. That was good. They're yeah. not walking a mile on each other's shoes. Mm. They're not getting in each other's perspectives. True. But if you're Ron and you're seeing all this stuff, yes. I don't like I kind of relate in a way to that because it's like one more thing. And then, yeah, right. Like you didn't put your name in. I can't. I don't know. I think it's just like it was a pile up of all this previous situations that added up and then having his name appear was just like that's it like i can't it's the final straw that broke his back in a way yeah so no matter what he was saying it was just too much so i'm i'm with you on that i i'm not like on a team but i'm team ron here (laughs) (laughs) on a team but (laughs) i just feel really bad for him i know that he is frustrated at this moment i don't like how ron handled it with when harry Mm. was awarded the role of champion that he was just like lingering up in up in the bedroom like um like with a goofy little smile on his face and he was just weird at that moment i'm like ron sit down and have a conversation with him and if you're still frustrated that you feel like harry's not telling you the truth then you got to work that out yourself or maybe then you can be mad at him and try to figure things out but i do understand more of ron's perspective here maybe than harry's um I do understand Harry's too, I think, but 
Ron, people are even saying this in the chat. Um, Ron has the one thing that Harry wants most, which is a family. And so Harry wants that. Harry wants what Ron has. Mm-hmm. But Ron wants exactly mm-hmm. what Harry has. And yep. Harry just keeps getting it and keeps getting it. Yeah. And Harry uh, feels differently toward Ron. But Ron is just, it's just eating away at him because every single place he goes to, he's the best friend of the kid who has everything that he wants. And I guess it's the same for Harry too, but. It just feels like Harry is getting some of Ron's family. Um, yeah. But I'm not so sure Ron's getting any of the yeah. the Harry glory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Spread some of that glory around. Spread some of your yeah. riches around, Harry. That's all Oh, at least asking. the riches, yeah. <laughs> well, Ron is getting some of the glory. He yeah. did the chess game. Yeah. He defeated a mountain troll. Yeah. But I mean, here's that's the thing. something. Ron didn't get a ton of glory for that. He got 50 You're points. Right. And Dumbledore just said, for the best game of chess that Hogwarts has ever mm. seen... And Ron's going, I freaking took part in defeating Voldemort. And you're just saying I have a good chess game? What are you kidding me? Yeah, 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 Come right, on, give me right. a little more glory than that. He mm. almost <laughs> died too. Yeah, right, honestly. Right. Come on. <laughs> um, okay, Harry goes and checks out all of the, uh, the dragons at this moment too. And... Do you think that anybody, his his uh, invisibility cloak just seems a little bit different, a little bit special, more special than other things like we see that moody can see through it but do you think anybody else at the the uh, castle has a cloak like this do you think maybe moody has a cloak an invisibility cloak do you think anybody else could have an invisible invisibility cloak um, and what do you think of harry's i'm sure that there are more than one and because of moody's seen it before mm-hmm. then it's not just harry that has it Moody probably has one too, maybe because hmm. he has the time turn. No, he had the the larger scale sneakoscope. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So he's got gadgets. Mm-hmm. He probably needs them to Gadget get defeat the dark plenty. wizards. No, <laughs> and his his gadgets have a one mile radius. Nice. <laughs> or <laughs> or less that than. Than. Yeah. So the thing kept spinning because it has sensitive. a one mile radius. Is it, it literally <laughs> it's said that? Completely unhelpful, which is hilarious. <laughs> if he's in the middle of the wilderness with no one else around him at all for a mile, then it works. Then he knows there's someone like hmm. weird within a mile, but right there, it's not going to work at all. <laughs> I feel like Ron was very impressed by the invisibility cloak and the Weasleys in general, it makes it feel like he maybe has not seen one before. Mm. So to grow up in the Weasley household and not have seen one, bring your kid to work day at the ministry, you know, like it feels like you would have been exposed to a lot of things. Can you even buy these at stores? You know, Diagon Alley, the firebolt is sitting in a window. Yeah. But there aren't invisibility cloaks, regardless mm-hmm. of how much money. It seems at least like that's the case. Um, so I just can't gauge how common they are. Like maybe a, people do have them, but you just don't bring them around. Um, this to me, it, I don't know. It seems like the um, good version of Borgen and Burks. Remember when we went in Borgen and Burks hmm. in the second year? Yep. And there's the all place? sorts of, yeah, there's all sorts of weird artifacts in there. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, like the yeah. hand of glory was in there that gives light only to the one person that's holding it. Like that seems a little dark. Hmm. You can do weird things with that. But the invisibility cloak has like more purity to it, in my opinion. Um, I feel like there should be a good store, a good version of Borgen yeah. and Burks. Yep. <laughs> and like you're, you're selling right. really rare things like an invisibility cloak that like it's... 
way outside everyone's price range mm. way outside but this maybe has been passed down in harry's family um and yeah, it just seems rare to see yeah. yeah how did he i know he got it from his dad his dad had it but but we don't even know that? how his dad got it or yeah. did he make it you know like they made the map yeah um i don't know but the fact that it's not perfect and someone like moody with an eye could see through it makes me think it's very useful at a lower level but once you get to a certain level of wizarding it maybe doesn't matter as much hmm. like i would even think people like dumbledore or snape like he was sneaking by <clears throat> snape in the hallway i can't remember if that was the book or just the movie um oh yeah yeah because snape and quirrell were talking and he was nearby i would think maybe by default snape couldn't see him but if snape knew that someone was there with an invisibility cloak <clears throat> he could have done something and said yeah you know show me who's here yeah. hiding yeah. um revelio or something you know? yeah so i feel like there could have been something and so an invisibility <laughs> what are you guys making fun of my <laughs> i just America? love that on demand you know exactly <laughs> know. yeah that would be rebellio <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of making it up I, it's definitely kind of in the book too rebellio. oh you're making things up <laughs> all right chat people please like there's, make sure that these uh <laughs> these spells you're saying are correct yeah, it's nice. hilarious instead of morgan and burke Calvin says Billy and Bob's. <laughs> such a good PG name for like a, yep. a good unique item store. <laughs> Billy and Bob's. Um, but what you were talking about, like, I feel like it, it's a, maybe a little more common than we think, possibly because a, a lot of people are they're somewhat aware, like, who's there, like, that there is an ability. There hmm. is such a thing as an invisibility cloak because Snape has said it like he was yeah. what's around here. And then Karkarov, he was asking who's there. But maybe that's not oh, so right. maybe like it was too dark out. Yeah. So now mm -hmm. I'm retracting that, but like no, no, he was but outside. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, even when other people have seen it, like I don't remember if other people have picked it up. No, I'm thinking of the map that Snape picked up when he went it's into uh the shrieking shack. But it feels like people are, are wowed by it a little bit, but not in a crazy way. Or maybe I'm just not used to it because Harry isn't taking good care of it. Yeah. He's not treating it like it's a one-of-a-kind <laughs> item. Yeah, you know what sure I mean? Um, and I'm picturing it as a real cloak. Like it could rip or tear or get dirty. Um, and then it might lose some mm -hmm. of that. And if that's true, then Harry really should be more careful yeah, with it. Um, it'll show some things. And so. even just the fact that Harry got it and was trusted with it at such a young age seems to indicate that it's not the most valuable thing, like the only invisibility cloak hmm. ever made. Uh, otherwise, I don't think it would have been gifted to him so young. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's like the closest like article to the his dad. True. At Hogwarts. So maybe no yeah. matter what, they would have given it to him. Here's hmm. a part of your dad. Yeah. And it is very creepy that um, Moody can see through this with his eye. Yeah. Um, I want to know how magical his eye is. Like, that is. I know. If, and then if it was who? that, gouge my own eye out and get one of those things. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that is what a little extreme. Yeah, that is a little extreme for sure. But, like, eye, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why limit yourself? <laughs> a little cyclops. A whole crown of triclops. <laughs> 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 what were you saying, Jen? Do you remember? <laughs> no, that was better than what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I was just curious, like, who 
I wonder if we find out like how his eye was created. Did he create it? Did someone else create it and he gets to use it? Like I, I don't I find that interesting. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that means yes, we're gonna find out. <laughs> Trying to pick I say up hmm at everything you I know, say, I know, so don't I know. Worry. I'm playing detective. Um the school this frustrate frustrates me a lot. The school said this tournament was going to be safe. That no students were going to die. I don't care how many people they have that are on the ready for a spell to defend them. This They are getting dragons. And they're not only getting dragons, they are getting nesting mothers. Oh, right. the most dangerous probably, yes. right? It's like that a mother so bear. Yeah. It made no sense. And that's sense. their first task. Right. right. Yeah. And, and they, like, they didn't know about it. They're not supposed to know about it. Imagine right. you're at the first task. Literally, you're in this tent and you don't know what's on the other side and you pull out and it's a dragon. And you have to be ready <laughs> to defeat a Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I don't care what you say. I'm not going to get destroyed by a dragon. Oh, well, yeah, because the surprise factor would make you blank. Like, yeah. you wouldn't even be able yep. to think of your yeah. spells to use, right? Mm -hmm. And how could they protect against that? They clearly didn't do a good enough yeah. job. Harry got scraped. And so what? Like, a foot difference? Would it, like, how would they have detected that? Half a second's you know? face is, like, burned yep. off right now. Poor yeah. guy. So all of those things, I'm like, where was their line? They're like, well, if he actually, if his heart stops, then we'll interfere yeah, and try and bring him back. Like, it just felt so ridiculous. Yeah. And risking dragon eggs, yes. which are supposedly so valuable. And then some end up getting destroyed. I know. Right. But I'm not wait. surprised Crumb did that. Ooh. He did something like evil and oh my. dangerous or not dangerous, but like mm. harmful, hurtful, yeah. went around the rules. Bent the rules. Not supposed to harm anything. Just oh, supposed oh, to yeah. get the egg. And you got points taken off for it. So I just was like, oh, I'm not surprised that you came mm. from that school and yeah. you did what you did and you wanted to hurt the dragon instead of getting yeah. around it yeah. to mm. get the egg. Fascinating. I love your guys' takes on this. That is so like interesting. Crumb, why? Yeah. I don't even know why, but turning down mulled wine meant something to me. I have no <laughs> clue why. Because he's an alcoholic? And he's spending time in the library. No, he turned it down. I know, because he's a recovering alcoholic. Oh, he's recovering. Well, that's fine too, then. Full support. Stay strong, Crumb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Crumb is a recovering alcoholic. That is glorious. That is so it, funny. It does feel to me like. I haven't seen anything that I don't like out of Crumb. He's on my list of suspects. Don't get me wrong. But like I'm blaming Karkarov, not Crumb. And all this time in the library could be mischievous in a bad way. Yeah. Or he could be genuinely trying to like solve something. Like maybe there's knowledge in that library, like good magic that they don't teach because they only teach dark magic mm -hmm. up at Durmstrang. So now he's like, oh, wow, cool. A chance to actually learn some of this good stuff. Um, I love herbology and I can't learn any of that up there. Um I'm kind of feeling for him a little bit. Interesting. I'm waiting. If he does anything, I'm ready to be like, he's evil too. But as of right now, he just has a rough looking face and that's fine. <laughs> and then he hurt the dragon to get by. But I guess maybe Dragon's I trying to hurt him. And yeah, I took he that as He went for the eye so that way the dragon wouldn't see him and he went to get the egg. So <laughs> I'm not sure that was an accident. Hmm. I'll have to look again at what he did. He went for the eye. He threw hmm. He some cast a spell that hit him, hit him directly in the eye. In what do you think eye. that spell was? I don't know. You tell me. Difference. You know all the spells. <laughs> if he's blinding a dragon for life, then nah, I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, but if he's, you know, just putting a fog up there for a second. <laughs> I don't remember any of the spells, so I can't even tell you. Hmm. 
And it's survival at a certain point. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I do. I go yeah. back and forth. Yeah, Crumb's interesting. Yeah, but everyone else did a distraction. And then Harry flew. Okay, but maybe that's but, all he knows since they're taught. That's what I, I was mean, talking about. I mean, this is like, the next chapter, so we're still talking about the next chapter. <laughs> yeah. well, let's talk about the distraction <laughs> for a second. The distraction, to me, out of everyone who competed, Cedric needs to be investigated. You transfer because... your rock into a Labrador retriever. Yeah. And you'll have the rat Labrador run in the opposite direction so the dragon can go devour this Labrador. I'm like, mm. yeah, it's a transfigured rock for sure. But does this thing have a soul? <laughs> that's exactly, oh. that's the question, right? Because if you're doing that, you are literally sacrificing one being, one creature, so you can compete in this tournament and go free. Whereas, okay, yeah, this is a dragon, but you hit him in the eye with a spell, like a well-timed spell. You know, like it it gives the, uh, it gives the uh, dragon like some eye infection and then you can go and, you know, get the egg. Yeah, and then she stepped on all her eggs, all her know, babies. That's true, for sure. <laughs> But he didn't, maybe he didn't mean it. But to me, Cedric sending off this, like I have a dog and he's just lying right by you. So That's maybe I'm just more sensitive. I couldn't imagine transferring <laughs> a rock into a dog and letting this. Yeah, but maybe he just transformed it back to a rock before he yeah, devoured it. <laughs> and Cedric? then there you go. Well, that's what I don't fully understand about things that are being transfigured because, yeah. I mean, rats can be teacups and like. Even the chocolate frogs can act like real frogs, but they're not real frogs. Yeah. And the magic runs out. So I feel like we've seen that a few times where the trinkets at the World Cup, they run out of magic. And the frogs run out of magic. So would this yeah. dog rock turn back into a rock after like <laughs> 30 seconds? Was it just like a brief like... I, I hope so. I, yeah, that's, I'm, what I, that's, that's what I have to assume because I like Cedric. Um <laughs> I hope he's not, well that'd be awesome actually you could just create a dog man yeah. dog care would be so much easier oh my gosh I know transfigure that rock into a dog <laughs> poops make it go away <laughs> you know you probably do a little spell shave the dog easy peasy you don't need a groomer you don't need a pooper scooper for the dog for all that kind of stuff let's save that for a in a little bit because we'll get to that because nice. that's the yeah. next chapter too I have a few more questions for 19 that I want to talk about hmm. um, and just a, on a personal question, on a personal note, do you guys think you would be more happy or more stressed that you saw the dragons before the task? Like, would you be glad to have that time to yeah. prepare? Yeah, or, glad. probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same, especially like with nine. dragons. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially with dragons. <laughs> it would be stressful. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. like worth it. The more information, the better. Right. You're going to be can, stressed like, no matter what. Yeah, like you got to face this. There's no avoiding it. So. Mm -hmm. Might as well learn the info ahead of time. Yeah, I always need a little prep work. Because what would yeah. he have done if he did not plan ahead? Yeah. He would have just died. Right. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Right. <laughs> there we go. Patronus, go Immediate. fight the thing. You know, like what's... <laughs> I did think about that. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's you how it works. Your maybe. He could have maybe come up with something, but I don't know what. Could he have used his invisibility cloak? Yeah. Or would that be against the rules? Oh. Did they say that? Because he could have at least brought it. That would have been kind of funny. Um, then he just gets over to the, uh, you know, footprints in the sand or something. But then he grabs the egg. He would have had some in it. No. It off. Well, he, he couldn't bring it in his pocket. Like they're all wearing their robes, carrying yeah. their wands. But is that a rule? Like that's like all that's you can bring? cheating even more. I thought you were against cheating. I don't think it's cheating. <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Like if there's a rule, then it's cheating. If there's no rule, then Harry should have that. Do on. They, they never went over any rules, did they? 
No. Oh, the no, only really. rules we've heard about this whole thing is Harry's not allowed to enter because he's too young. And, and then there's are. a contract <laughs> and you have to finish. Yeah, yeah and there's so, a magical contract. And that, that you is have it. To do this. So what are the rules? You and can even, only have your wand. That's one rule. Yeah. But he's right. allowed to summon... Like, if he can summon that, he can summon anything. But why right? isn't everyone but what summoning else would you things? summon to just, The only thing I can think is the invisibility cloak. Yeah. Why wouldn't you but just like, summon the egg toward you? And, uh, yeah, right? But I was like, oh. can you only summon things why you not? Why would they have done or that? Held yeah. or like, maybe Sirius would have said that. Oh, maybe. Do you think that there are some things that you uh, can't summon? I would say the eggs might be resistant to it because they're dragon eggs. But it's a gold but, egg that wasn't a dragon egg. That was oh, in good point. the dragon eggs. Do you think there's like an anti-summoning spell? Well, maybe for this championship mm. thing. And even on that, do you think like... Uh, so... The, the cloak idea is an interesting one. I actually had one of my questions was, and what other way would you try to defeat this dragon? And the cloak is one of those that people think about all the time, but maybe there's a point where you I cannot like sum an object that is really rare. This is why maybe Harry's cloak is mm. rare because if it was just any old cloak, maybe you can summon it. But why didn't Harry think of summoning his, his yeah, invisibility Yeah, it's one of the cloak? only things he had. Yeah. But Harry didn't think of anything because he didn't even think yeah. on mm. his own to summon the fireball. I know, yeah. But then, like uh, but, Moody saw him in the invisibility invisibility cloak when he was in the in the is that three before rooms. Before or after? Before, remember they Hermione was like talking in Hogsmeade with him, yep. and then her Hagrid and uh, Moody came over, and Moody goes, "Nice cloak, Potter." Moody maybe at that moment, rather than say you're a good flyer, been like, "Dude, you have an invisibility cloak. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. go summon this thing, throw it on." But if I'm Harry, I don't want everyone to see this so either. True. So true. there's a everyone point to it where like yeah. yeah like every, if everyone in school knows too, I have an invisibility like, cloak. That's probably good for him to protect that. him. Yeah, yeah right? agreed. Yeah. 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 Also, I was thinking, it's isn't this championship to get points for your skills? So like, putting on a cloak and walking oh, to get yeah. the egg <laughs> yeah. is not really a skill. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Although it seems like Harry's in survival mode. Mm. Maybe he doesn't even care about points. Mm. But it'd be nice to win. Mm. Get that money. Yeah, for real. Right. A thousand galleon prize. Like, yeah, well, you know, if you're trying to survive, you might as well thrive. Now you're competitive, huh? Nice little saying there. <laughs> um, I also thought um, I can get a little more behind Hermione's um, house elf thing where she said she wants decent wages and working conditions. <laughs> and I like that they were trying to get to the kitchens because that's what we were talking about a few weeks mm, ago. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, just go and talk to them. But I feel like wages and working conditions that's pretty reasonable yeah she's not trying to set them free or make them like live off in the woods if they want to do that they can that, that's something i can get behind give me that yeah. badge i'll join <laughs> yeah for sure Spew. i'm okay with that one <laughs> um do you guys have any other ideas when you when you see the idea of the dragons and you have to get past the dragon you don't have to necessarily fight the dragon but as far as your magical knowledge is concerned like we talked about the cockatrice how would you actually get past this dragon and uh, did you you knew they were gonna defeat they were gonna fight a dragon right You've seen the movie Jen No, you haven't. No, you haven't seen this one. No, because your suggestion with the cockatrice is flying, uh, get the fireball and fly on a broomstick. <laughs> Wait, what? To defeat the yeah. cockatrice, yeah. John asked us in like what last two podcast? episodes ago. Remember that cockatrice is a rooster dragon? Oh, I was like, like I keep hearing cockerob when you're saying <laughs> that. So I was like, I don't know what you're <laughs> saying. That's, one, that's <laughs> the next task. <laughs> the next task, you have to get past cockerob with his little goatee. That, that little thing. Wait, I said that? Look at me. I'm just directly in line. Yeah, it was funny because you said that and people were commenting, commenting on the thing. They were like, this 
Jen, does Jen know this no. story? And I was like, I think, <laughs> honestly, I was like, I think she's seen this movie because no. it was dead on. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? No, I honestly have never seen this movie. So that's, that's why I'm excited to see it because I've never man. seen it. Hmm. And I didn't, I don't know what happens at all in this book. So, yeah. Um, did you know that he was going to fight a dragon? Mm-hmm. Man. No, but, but because of Charlie, when yeah, we were yeah, ta- yeah. discussing yeah. that, oh, we're, Charlie's going to be seen again, then I was like, oh, I'm sure there's going to be a dragon. And there's a dragon yeah. on the cover. No, there isn't. There's a dragon oh, on is my that cover. Not the cover? Yeah, on my right, other. Right there. Is, look, turn there. It over. is this? <laughs> I haven't even looked. Yeah, right there. And now to flip it over. Oh, on the back. That, that's not a dragon. That's, that's not like the wing some, of a dragon? No, that looks like some insect with wings. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> right, well, I'm only that seeing it from dragon. here. I haven't looked at my own cover. From here, it looks like a dragon. Oh, I want to see. Oh, my gosh. And then once you say dragon, it could look like a mouth of a dragon. <laughs> There's a dragon but on the Jim K cover. Honestly. And the Jim K cover, he's fighting a dragon. And I put that right here during one of the live streams. And I realized that halfway through. And I'm like, oh, crap. I was like, I hope Danny <laughs> and Jen don't look at this. But well, I wanted to it. bring my new edition. You know, my pretty ones. Yeah, yeah. Dragon on it's got that. a dragon like, on the oh, cover. Wow. And that's why I think Don't even the art at the beginning of the chapters, it's like all of this stuff is for the people who have yes. read it, seen the movies, yeah, right. and want like another version. So I totally get it. This is not yeah. for the first time reader. Yeah. For sure. no, but it's I good for investigative Jen over here. <laughs> oh, gosh. I didn't think this was a dragon at all. I thought it was like a plant with... <laughs> I don't know. But what that are those wing like? Was from yeah. an insect. Yeah, <laughs> it was a pretty big wings. No, but look at right next to it. How is that a dragon? Pass it around. What's next to it? All right, I'll embrace it. Look at Let me see like, what else we got. That was it just very funny to me. Right? Goblet, you said that you would get past that the That does look like a little insecty looking <laughs> thing. We got some weird eyes. I was like, no, that looks what? like a bird. Well, there we the go. Antenna. I don't know what it is. It doesn't look like a dragon. That's and, all I can say. Um, so no, I didn't know there was a dragon coming up. Oh yeah, we do. Have I'm very in tune with Terry, I guess. Okay. I don't know. How else would you guys? Terry's get past literally the holding the egg. In yeah, I know. The, I know. Yeah, and like the full, oh, yeah, full cover. Thing the but honestly, you don't know when you're looking at it what it is until yeah. after you read it, and Agreed. then like, oh, Which is fair it's enough. that. Yeah, that's like a separate entity, right? Yeah. So to me, it, yeah. but to me, it looks like an insect with its wing covering its face. Oh, okay. So I and then I so I thought it was like a, kind of a dragon slash ant, <laughs> and then it looks like an insect or like a plant or like some kind of entity, not a dragon here on the mouth. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hmm. And I didn't know that that was an egg. Still, I thought it was yeah. a goblet of fire, some kind of fire oh, okay. thing. I didn't think the goblet would be so small. Where's the goblet? On the front. Isn't that with oh, the, the back. flames? No, no, on the front. No, this oh, is, is the that, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that the goblet? Is that someone's hand around it? It looks like the thing. No, uh, the front. No, this is oh, God, not the front. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, so tiny. I think I pictured it like the Stanley Cup, like yeah, like yeah, it's human a massive sized, thing. Yeah, gigantic. Absolutely. Like you guys make me so happy with your hockey references. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned the Stanley Cup a few times for this one. Yeah, but it, then a logic, a lot of magic skills would have to go in a big cup. Like I guess it, maybe yeah. you don't need you know for high magic. I don't know. What I'm and maybe to it had to be carved out of something smaller. magical, like a magic material. So smaller is better, mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But not a lot of names would fit in that. That's what I was thinking. But it just dissolves, doesn't it? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Hmm. But like, I'm picturing if each of the people we know submitted the names, assuming Durmstrang all did, and uh, 
Bobatons all put their names yes, in. I That's like 24 sense. names right there. And then plus a bunch. It's a lot of crumpled paper in a tiny little thing. The <laughs> only <laughs> thing. Okay. So if we're going on that you know, theory. Then we ask Harry to yeah, write his right. name out and the school. And then they would see it doesn't match his handwriting. Yeah. But anyone could use yeah. a quill that writes for you. Quick quotes quill. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Harry could have used it and whatever. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I agree. They should have done some more investigation All on right, next topic. Or, Come could, you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine if they pull Harry's name out and they unfold the piece of paper and it's, like, it's magazine letters, like a serial <laughs> yeah, killer like, thing? It's, like, kidnapped letters. Just like <laughs> Harry Potter. Glued on Hogwarts. <laughs> and it's just, like, they super glued everything on there. Oh, or you could just, like, write with your left hand if you're trying to really disguise your handwriting. Mm. I guess in my mind, they put their name in it dissolved and only the correct yeah. the chosen people came up mm, on that makes parchment sense. but i didn't even think it was their handwriting i don't know why even though that's how they submitted it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm wondering if madame maxime actually has a crush or if she is oh, manipulating hagrid only huh. oh i like to think it's real Nice. Even though a part of her might want to cheat and get the inside scoop and might have been using Hagrid for that. She was fluttering her long black eyelashes. <laughs> there is hope here. Because, well, I mean, I... <laughs> you got, I'm well, she's wondering, laughing. like, what other people are her size? <laughs> yeah, it's a small like, yeah, Maybe exactly. in France. I don't know. <laughs> They're usually like this big. So Hagrid the wrong is... Country. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. And I have to admit, this entire time I've been reading her name as Maxine. Maxine. And I, in my head, I was making fun of you when you said Maxine <laughs> last week. I was like... <laughs> oh, you don't even know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was reading and I was like, oh. You're like, crap, he was right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't so know. Good. Usually I'm on the wrong side of that because when you listen to it, you hear it said like the right way. Yeah. And then right. I'll hear you say something and I'm like, oh, yeah. So when we listened to that chapter last week and I was like... Okay, yep, I'm getting it. There's a funny note in this. No one up until this point, because the audiobooks weren't really made yet, knew how to say Hermione's name. Yep. Oh so later on in this book, she <laughs> essentially spells out how to say your name to someone. Wow. Oh, and it's really? really funny. So we'll get there when we get there. But it's like she, and people people are like, she JK only did that because she wanted people to know how to say Hermione the right way. I love that. Did you um, read it correctly from the get-go? Um, I think I guess I was like her Hermione, Hermione, yeah, Hermione. That was probably like the first one that I was doing. Um, but I, again, I when I initially read it, it was probably the f- fifth book had just come out, so I started reading when the fifth book came out. So I already knew how to say it. Um, so it wasn't like I started from the inception of I Harry remembered. Potter. I still remember yeah. the inception of Harry Potter, like going yeah. to soccer practice, and. One of not this Dan, but another Dan that was on my soccer team was like, "You got to read the Harry Potter series. It's, just, it's so good." And I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna read it." Um, <laughs> I'm too, and, cool. Uh, oh, too cool. Too cool for that. He's like, he's like, wow. he's like, it's a great now. series. Like, it's so good. So I remember, I still remember experiencing that when I was like uh, huh. in uh, fourth grade or something like that, and the books had just come out. But after that, um. All the books had come out and I started my journey when she had just published the fifth book. And so I read the first one, caught up with the fifth one, then she had just published the sixth one. So then I got caught up and read the sixth one and I had to wait agonizingly long for the seventh. Ugh. I can't imagine because I can't <laughs> wait a couple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this um, is like a year, right? Yeah. How, we still have an answer to this one. How would you guys get past the dragon oh, with yeah, all yeah, the yeah. magic that you know? 
if I had time to research like Harry did, that would have helped. Mm. I yeah. would have talked to Fred and George because one of the first Ooh. things I thought of was they've got a way with magic. They're good. So I would have consulted people. Mm. It's the only way. But um, I'm fascinated by the candy. So they've got candy to make things large. I'm like, good. Ooh. I want them to develop something that I could feed to the dragon. Ah. So there was something, not lemon but drops, can, some candy. You can bring something? Well, th- again, uh, we don't know yes, the rules, but I think so. Yeah. Either we can summon it or keep it in your pocket. the dragon into like a pocket-sized dragon. Right? And then there's the age thing. Like there are a lot of things you can consume that change things. So you get a dragon-sized clump of candy that, you know, throw at the dragon or whatever, hope he eats it. I don't know how you could do all that, but um, we saw that there's the one candy that levitates people and the candy that makes you sound like other animals. And then there's the candy that, you know, humans eat and makes their limbs gigantic. Um, So I would just ask the Weasleys to develop a dragon candy for the occasion. Um, And honestly, I'd want a whole tool belt of those candies for various situations. (laughs) Even the levitating one. Like, I'm like, I don't know what's going to come up. But if you don't have your firebolt and you want to be able to, like, levitate a little bit, however that might help you, um, keep some of those around. The Weasleys could have been great in this tournament. Oh, my goodness. Because they would think so creatively and they wanted to compete. So Harry can go to them, help them feel included Mm -hmm. and say, look, I'm not worthy to be here. But you guys genuinely are. I got an inside scoop. Help me out. And Harry's like, look, I already have a fortune. I'll give you my money yeah. if you keep me alive. Yeah, you know? seriously, exactly. <laughs> like, he should be assembling his team right now. Yeah. And so that's why it feels like he was keeping it all a secret, which is fine. And he's got movie yeah. and that helps. But if I were in his shoes, I'd assemble my squad. Yeah, for like, real. Let's let's put our heads together, people. And that'd make the tournament a little bit more entertaining too like i love the idea of one wizard fighting but if you have like a little team of people and they're all helping this one person out then you're getting more creative spells you're getting like more interesting work done i think Hmm. because there's more than one way to skin a cat there's probably more than one way to get past a dragon but it's mm -hmm. supposed to be a tri wizard tournament so it's supposed to be your wizard yeah (laughs) sorry I yeah. lost my train of thought. Thank no, you. No, you were going to say it is supposed to be your own work doing that, which I love. I think that's like really the yeah. the um yeah. heart of the I tournament. love the but that's cuz you guys are Hufflepuff, so that's why you're thinking that way. Yeah, we're teamwork true. people. So true, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's really showing right now. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but do we know any spells? Like, what would you do if you? Had I don't the- know any spells. <laughs> no, not actually. Like, you don't even know the names. But, like things. Like Harry knows some curses. Can you curse a dragon? You know what I mean? Like, do we know anything that could actually fight a dragon? Repario. One that came to mind. That uh, crumb broke. Repario. Oh, nice. No. Or I said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right it's all right no you can't mispronounce it, it won't work yeah it's true yeah <laughs> it's gonna take a lot of practice i'll be in big trouble <laughs> jen's jen's constantly gonna be like Reperio. oh did i like pronounce that oh, right Neville, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile the dragon is going Eating you. And you wouldn't say me thanks. <laughs> that's the only one i could think of what else is there Oh, the fire, the little fire that comes out of your wand. We've seen that one. I don't know. What's the name of that one? <laughs> the fire <What>? one? Fire? <laughs> yeah, or the light. Oh, they, uh, no. Um, Lumos. Oh, yeah. Lumos. So not fire. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Just give them a little light. Mm. <laughs> Over here. 
Yeah. So wait, is he at, like know. summoning the egg? Not. I don't know. I, that let's seems rule that decent, off. But I like assuming that, one, that wouldn't. Yeah. Work. Because they, they, there has to be some kind of yeah. spell that you can do that you can stop someone from summoning something. And I'm sure, like, you probably have this all. Like, if I'm in Gringotts and I just say, you know, summon all the gold in here. That's you know, so <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Just that's easiest, yeah. easiest bank robberies ever. Actually, well, a little gold. Why can't you use that in the tournament, though? Because it's a gold egg. I feel like it's too Ooh, easy. Maybe all gold. Interesting. Yeah. Certain metals. But it opens, are, yeah, so it's not fully gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So. And I, I do <laughs> think that uh, maybe it's just too easy. So I like where your mind's going because you're like, this is just simple. Just summon it. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like there has to be, <laughs> like easy. Dumbledore thought of it. He's like, we can't just make it this easy for him. You know, we got to put dragons in here. Not only dragons, nesting mothers. So we can just make them summon it automatically. <laughs> They're making it and really even tough. With, they really um, want them to die. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, even with um, Ginny in uh, book two, couldn't summon her diary from the house. Mm. So I'm just wondering, certain things just can't be summoned. And I, I don't know what distinguishes that mm. yet. But Maybe it has its with, own magic. Like maybe there's magic in its maybe. own. Maybe. Yeah. Like but then the thing, fire. Oh, I guess I'm Yeah, you're right. But it's technically not Matt. Like, is it? Hmm. I, guess I would it think so. Because yeah. <laughs> it flies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. And even because um, don't all brooms have cushioning charms now? Mm-hmm. So they've all been like, they, they've gotten work done on them. So mm-hmm. they're, they're full of magic in a lot of ways at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> I had an idea. And they can't apparate either because it's within Hogwarts mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. Oh, you can't apparate to get the egg and come mm-hmm. back. I'm assuming that it's within it's Hogwarts, Hogwarts grounds, yeah. grounds mm-hmm. that it, you can't apparate here. Well, I was thinking they're in a tent, right? So can't you just pull the tent cover off of it, put it on the dragon, Ooh, have it all tangled up, That's a good grab one. the egg and bounce. I think that's, that's the best creative. I've heard yet because yeah. yeah. that's like easy second year spell. Yeah. I mean, it's a big object, but still. Yeah, but. That I think would do it. What is that spell to make a levitate giant? Come on. Think. First year we learned this one. <laughs> oh, nice. Why are you quizzing me? Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone just swish <laughs> and flick. Livias. Wingardian. Nailed it. <laughs> Boom. Guardian Leviosa. Yeah, the the, it goes in and out. I struggle with English words. I'm not going to be with like wizarding words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You didn't hear what I said. You're Did not you? good with wizarding words. Yeah. Come on. Sure. You didn't hear the first part. <laughs> All good. Um, okay. They get in a conversation. He uh, so Harry now gets in a conversation with Sirius and they talk about a few things I want to talk about with, with uh, you guys. So one of the first things is, what do you think about the info that Sirius gave about Crockpot, <laughs> aka Karkaroff? What do I think about the information Sirius yeah. gave about him? So he was a Death Eater. Mm-hmm. He um, was an actor. <laughs> like the line, we know he's a good actor, said Sirius, because he convinced <laughs> the Ministry of Magic to set him free, didn't he? And meanwhile, Jen's reading this, cracking your fingers. <laughs> Darn right, I guess that perfectly. <laughs> I am so good. Um, <laughs> And uh, he was a Death Eater. He went to Azkaban. He seems like a pretty dark wizard. I also said that Crockpot and (laughs) Crumb were at the Quidditch World Cup. Yes. Hmm. Just putting that out there again. So what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) What do you just think of Karkaroff, Crockpot? 
I still don't like him, but I'm not I'm not ready to throw the book at him. Um, I feel like if there's any place that could make you turn good, it would probably be Azkaban. Good time. Yeah, Azkaban. <laughs> um, Five <years>. Yeah, classic. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say, okay, we'll take a minute. Yep. You guys all right? We got a stomach growling over here. We have our five-year-olds. Yeah, like, good time. Up at that. <laughs> Goodness. Just the timing. Great. I like pause, yeah. growl, continue. It was like a roll. And I, the mics will never pick it up, unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, he could have been a bad person and now he's a good person. Ask Do I believe it? Straight? Probably not, but it is possible. Like a mm. redemption story of how yeah, he he's been rehabilitated, his time there, but also weird that another person has gone in and out of Azkaban. At mm. first, we thought nobody comes mm. out of this place. You're going there to die, life sentence only. And now we know three people have gone and left. Hmm. One breakout, Hagrid was you know, sent there unjustly, and you can negotiate your way out. So there are lots of ways out of Azkaban. Um, that, who, how can you negotiate when only, like who's in charge, the Ministry of Magic is in charge right. of uh, Azkaban? Mm-hmm. And the Dementors are protect or the security, mm-hmm. so yep. they can talk to people. They're given time to talk. I to guess, people. yeah. Um, the and we know um, what's his name, the <laughs> Ministry of Magic, the head guy, uh, Fudge. He went in to talk to Sirius because that's how he saw the newspaper too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can even visit people there. So it's not quite as insane as like the original thoughts are. Now we're getting more of a classic jail, like in muggle world where people are there but you can also go and visit and you can maybe even have a retrial with uh, the ministry and negotiate things early release for good behavior or he didn't want to give people up little time there all of a sudden he's like you know what i will give these people up and in a weird way doesn't that make him more good because now the evil people will hate him because he gave up some of them unless they, I mean, but evil is evil, right? They're always going to throw each other under the bus, I feel like. Is there really like a... Ah, no honor amongst thieves. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Could be true. So, Danny, you're saying that because he's out of Azkaban now, those people that he was working with, maybe he ratted them out and those people hate him even more now. Well, yeah, like all those people who hate Moody because he threw them in Azkaban, now there's a group of people. I forget if it said a number. Um, in my head, like, is one of them that Moody put in. That Moody Azkaban. put in, yeah, yeah. But now, like a number of people, Karkarov threw in Azkaban. It was his testimony that got them thrown in. Mm-hmm. So he made enemies. Could with they that. be really? Could they be real, or could they have been good people that have thrown in? Been. Yeah, it could have been a lot of things, and we don't know. And that's why I'm not quite ready to write him off as evil, even though it seems like it. And I don't like him right now. But I feel like there's still a chance he could be good. I don't know. There is the one thing, and someone mentioned this online too, that Karkaroff is teaching dark magic still. Yeah. At Durham Strang. If he was at Bobaton and he wasn't teaching it, or maybe he was performing the education at um, Durham Strang, maybe you'd be more likely to believe him. But or he still has that about him. Or the defense of the dark arts. Yeah. Like then, yeah, yeah. then he would be. Yeah. 
I mean, it's hard to get a job, you know. But he doesn't <laughs> yeah. pass the background. He's an ex-con. Yeah, but yeah. they hired him right away. It's he is. If any school would, yeah. he had some connections over there. That's it what was I'm the saying, only though. person who didn't want to kill him, his friend that he went to Durmstrangs <laughs> with back in his day, you know. I love when you play devil's advocate. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm just thinking, also, why would he be allowed to teach at all? Shouldn't there be probation? Like, you get out and he can just go no, influence the young minds? No, because that's the like the minds? best teacher for that school. Oh, someone that on that school, way. Yeah. 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 But it, the Ministry of Magic, I can't believe they let him get away with that. Like, we're going to release you from Azkaban. And you're going to teach and you can do whatever you want or maybe they gave him rules and this was just the only thing he could get but go work with children well, yeah exactly right. like and teach them your ways allowed yeah. <laughs> it's like he should be on the registry of like former death eaters and he should not be allowed to go around kids now like but pedophiles everything you're saying about we all think karkrov yeah. is the same thing that hogwarts has with hagrid but it's just we confirm that we don't we know more about hagrid mm. so we trust him but what if the Durmstrang students know more about Karkaroff and they trust him? So to your theory also on that, maybe he really is good. We just don't get a lot of time with him. But in this instance, we maybe the time that we do get with him is just skewed. Mm. Um, he seems like a shady guy. Maybe he's just passionate about Victor Crumb winning. And that's really his backstory. Yep. And he's going for that no matter how he can. So he really loves the students. Maybe he's really changed and loves the students. He but doesn't treat the other students well. Yeah. He only that's treats true. Crumb yeah. well. That's pretty rude. Yeah. But does Hagrid treat... Um, Yes. Malfoy, Malfoy well. But he, Malfoy deserves more. it. This other kid was not just like there. <laughs> yeah, and Kakarov is like, go. Or I forget what he did. You don't know? Maybe there's a backstory between the All two. All right, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, there's a backstory to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Sirius mentions also that there was an intruder. He talks about the intruder who tried to stop Moody. Do you... Um, what do you think of that whole story? I mean, I remember you mentioned it a while ago. I was something to think of. Yeah. Do you know who it could possibly be? Or if like, if it really was just Moody being really neurotic and paranoid about pots and pans crashing in his house or something? I think it has to be somebody. Only because I th had that theory and now it's being confirmed, not confirmed, but another person serious that we trust is throwing it out there, but it can't be someone good at what they're doing. Yeah. That's why the first person came to mind was Wormtail. Mm -hmm. He could have even been in rat form. Wait, could we say again what, ha what happened before Moody came? There was an incident. But what exactly so the, happened again? The night before he was um, going to come to Hogwarts, um, there was an intruder at his house. Mm -hmm. Remember, this is when um, uh, uh, Mr. Amos Diggory's head popped into the fireplace. And he's mm -hmm. like, there's been an incident with Madam yep. Moody. Okay. Can you go get him off? Because if it went Weasley, into the hands of yep. other yep. Uh, right. other uh, Ministry of Magic officials, it would have been messed up. And because it had to do with his department even a little because mm -hmm. it was bins that had um, something on them yeah. to make them attack. So these bins attack somebody. But the regular police were called. So muggles were oh, involved. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it was a whole thing. But that's why I'm like, this was not a smart thief falling for attacking bins. Maybe I just don't think of um, garbage cans as being that threatening. So... <laughs> It, it seems to me like it would have to be someone either like a kid or like someone who I don't view as good at magic. Or like mm. it or could be, what's her name? The elf, the house elf. That was Winky. Winky. Uh, Winky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could it have been Winky? Yeah. Could have been. There's yeah, a pretty sure. real possibility of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So do you think that um, Crouch would be behind it? 
Maybe. He's like, I'm going to go interrogate my own elf. And then he's like, you know what? No. Maybe go Crouch, Kakarov, and uh, Reedra Skeeter yeah, are all a in whole, together. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a bin for each of them. They're like all trapped inside one of the garbage, <laughs> yeah. garbage bins now. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I mean... I like what Sears is saying, though. I think that theory is pretty like trying to get him not to go to Hogwarts or... Mm-hmm. I forget what your question was. <laughs> no, that, I mean, was that? it's like essentially who did it. Oh, but I yeah, think that's, yeah. a, that's another interesting point too. Sirius is definitely right. Like this person definitely doesn't want Moody at the school. So yeah. out of everyone who doesn't, we know who's in the book right now. Does anybody truly like not want Moody at the school? And do you think well, those people... Well, we think it's it could be Kakarov from what yeah. Sirius is saying. Doesn't want yeah, there. Snape. Could be Crumb. Could Snape's be... like, I'm gonna knock out this teacher who took my job. <laughs> yep. He's like, I don't, I don't care about him that much. I have nothing but just spite. <laughs> they got some weird energy. Yeah. Yeah. There's something deeper going yeah, on. Yeah, that is definitely true. But I feel like whoever did the dark mark is probably the same person. Hmm. But we still don't really know know who that is. So we're we're still left guessing. <laughs> Could it be anyone else? I'm like, is it going to be such a curveball? Like, it's someone that we have could never <clears throat> thought of. <clears throat> but it could be. Maybe it's someone you really never expected. Maybe it could be like Dumbledore planning this whole thing. Or that would be wild. But Hagrid. Oh, man. That would be so You needed some big trash uh, bins. But that, you know? <laughs> he wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Madame Maxine. Maxine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or Floor, since you were hating on her last time. <laughs> was hating on Floor? There's just... Uh, was. Yeah. yeah. We just forget about the whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I'm playing Devil's Advocate, it's not going to be. I'm playing a character, guys. <laughs> I don't think that was Devil's Advocate. You were sold on Floor. The two of you were like... <laughs> She's Vila. What do you expect? <laughs> Wait. Sold on Floor like in a good way? No, I, was sold on I thought floor. you were the Floor fan. He's, I'm he's sold on Floor in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and you like Floor because you like the French people. I do like it. That was such a funny part of the last podcast where you go, I just like them because they're cool and <laughs> sexy. <laughs> it's and you like uh, Crumb. You don't like Floor that much. You like I like Crumb. crumb. Yeah, because he's warm and kind of cozy. Like he's a, I, I like I Crumb's don't a like nice crumb. guy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like Crumb. He seems cool. He's in the library. He's studying. He doesn't care about all this like fame. That's what so he true. wants you to think. Mm. So does. again, yeah. I think in this book, there are a lot of new characters introduced. This is why it's fun because she's really expanding the world in this book. But all these characters are overwhelming because you don't know who to trust. Yeah. yeah but we cool. have come up with our list of who we trust. Yep. Which is Dumbledore, Hagrid, Moody, Ron, Hermione. Anybody Sirius. else? Sirius. Sirius, the Weasleys, McGonagall. And not all the Weasleys, Mr. and Mrs. at least, and Ron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fred <laughs> George. Charlie Percy. and Bill. I don't know. Percy, he could go evil. Yeah. I would not even be surprised. <laughs> oh, Percy would. That's the worst. Because <laughs> let's face it, if Crouch is evil, mm. then. I feel like Percy would get roped into that so fast. But maybe yes. Percy would find out about it first and then relate and back the right to the thing. family. Mm, or he so. goes off the deep end. Percy. Yeah. 
if he finds him. out that things are getting a little, you know. No, but he and, likes to follow the rules. How could he no, go No, but turn? he wouldn't think of it as being evil like bad. He would think of himself as being the good guy because he doesn't mind doing the wrong, hmm. you know, the right thing when nobody else wants to because he's like, he's a hall monitor. You know, he's a prefect. He He's just like willing to make enemies to do the right thing. So if he thinks he's doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but it goes against all of his family, I think he'd oh. still do it. Yeah, I mean, he was even trash-talking his dad already. Yep. So oh. I wouldn't be too surprised. So that's why I'm not saying he'd be evil, like, out killing people. But I think he would be willing to do much more than we think if he thinks it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I think he could be brainwashed is what I'm I trying agree. to say. Yeah, I agree with that. Wow. <clears throat> that would be devastating, though. Like, yeah, that'd be rough. Weasley's... Yeah. Kind of leaving the family or what they think. I didn't expect you to go here. We're just trying to list a wow. we trust. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hard left. Oh. Okay, Surprised heavy. himself. That was intense. Don't worry, wow. you'll forget it in a few seconds. <laughs> it's not headcanon or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it your alter ego? <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Comes out. Um, I love that Harry was spilling his guts to Sirius in a yeah. way that I feel like we don't see very often. Yes. Like, That's what we've been wanting. He was like, uh, yep. uh, and then he just said it all. And I was like, oh, this is so healthy. Finally, Finally mm-hmm. he needs this. Yeah. And this has to be like a constant thing now. This is his therapy. So, so nice. I love his out head in the fire. Yeah. So yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, there's even this line. It's tough at the end. Like he unloads everything and then Sirius goes, right, these dragons, says Sirius speaking very quickly. There's a way. Harry, you can do it alone. There's a way. A simple spell is all you need. Just, but Harry held up a hand to silence him. His heart suddenly uh, pounding as though it would burst. He could hear footsteps coming on the spiral staircase behind him, and he waves him to go. What was the thing that Sirius was going to tell him to do? A simple spell. <laughs> Could it Lombardia have been the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it right? <laughs> I don't know. I was so mad at that because I was like, oh, just let him tell you. Who cares right. if someone sees? They're not going to yeah. really know what's yeah. going on. And even if they did, yeah, like they're going to see a face. They don't know what he looks like. Just Harry was talking to a dude in the fire. Who cares? And then it was Ron. He was even more pissed off. But they do know what he looks like. It's serious black. Oh, his face has all been over the stuff. news. You're right. It is Ron, so that's annoying. But he got a haircut now. Yeah, so but he, he, he looked different. He looked different. Though. He looked fuller. He looked younger, which is great. I love that. Love that for him. <laughs> but but uh, if you're standing in front of someone that is talking to you in a fireplace, you yeah. block them and you just tell them to be quiet. Yeah. Or just like take it, that bothered take me. a sheet and drape it over. You don't have to send this them is away. Mistake. Yeah. The, okay. So this is the one point I, I want to defend Harry a little bit here mm. um, because I kind of like why the, that he did this. And I think this is maybe the shining attribute of Harry over everything else is that he is not willing to compromise on his um, f- saving other people. Yeah. That he would actually rather die himself in the Triwizard Tournament fighting a dragon than let Sirius be discovered mm. and let Sirius be caught. And so the lightest trace of a like a door opening and someone's footsteps coming mm. down, he is like, Sirius, get out of here now. Go. And I think that's one of Harry's most admirable qualities yeah, is his desire right. to protect other people that he really, truly does love. Um, and... He really, really, truly loves Sirius. I think you see this in this instant. And this is one of the most heartwarming instances because he really pours out his whole heart. He's like, this is, everything's happening. This is crap. Just like, help me out. (laughs) And then at the moment that Sirius is really going to help him out in this book, we're like, 
everything that goes to crap and it sucks. He could have just blurted it out as yeah, he was no. leaving. Just yell the spell and call it a day. Ask Hermione something with da da da. I know. Like, I right. Do something. One I know. Word. Just say anything. But I also love when Sirius talking about Bertha Jorkins because I was like, oh, like it, it was it pieced everything together. Like mm. she's not all there. She's <laughs> in, kind of be lured into anything. And then she was mm. the one that told Voldemort or Wormtail mm -hmm. about the Tri Wizard. And I'm like, oh, okay, like now we're piecing everything together. Yeah. I feel like I still wasn't sure about that until he explained it. Yeah. I'm curious why it was rumored that Voldemort was in Albania. Because according to what we're thinking, he wasn't there. Mm. He was in England this whole time, 200 miles from Privet Drive. Yeah. So, or did they say kilometers? I don't remember. But Albania, it feels like that whole rumor might have just been Wormtail doing work <laughs> yeah. for Voldemort. Or there's a lot more going on than we realize. I'm sure there is. But I was thinking the same thing with Wormtail. Oh, actually, maybe Wormtail went to Albania. Yeah. Bertha Jorkins, death, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she's gone. He, then he comes back. Maybe he was on a mission to Albania already for something else. Happened to run into her there. No, I feel... So wasn't that it? Was it not happened to run no, into sorry, him? sorry, continue. And then I was just thinking afterwards, once he got back, they milked the snake. Then <laughs> they both can go back to Albania to finish what Wormtail was starting the first time when he ran into Bertha. So maybe those rumors that Sirius is referencing are actually Voldemort because Voldemort went back to Albania with Wormtail after the fact I to feel finish whatever Wormtail was trying to do over there. Maybe? That's a great point, but I think otherwise. Did they walk her over there? <laughs> Sounds what? like a great point. You're or wrong, was it happenstance? <laughs> I feel like I need to reread the beginning of the, the first chapter. Oh, I don't chapter really remember. But I, I think Wormtail went to help uh, Voldemort come back to life or like to nurse and him back to life in, in Albania, Albania mm -hmm. because he then ran into Bertha Jorkins and then like Voldemort killed her so that had to be in Albania and I don't know why would they travel so much if he's not well or like he's weak hmm. so that I really know where they're to traveling a little bit of life so he's a shriveled human thing <laughs> and then carry him back apparate back to England that's true you can I don't know Maybe no, I don't. Maybe I have no idea. Maybe your thing is right. Um, I that I think. Sense. Where's Romania relative to Albania? This is where I need a map. There's a lot going on in Eastern me. Europe. There, that's like north of Greece, south of Ukraine. Maybe a couple countries in there that I'm not. Yeah, Albania super is near with. Greece. Uh, it's near North Macedonia, Serbia, and Montenegro. Mm. Bosnia Herzegovina. Yep, that helps so me a lot. Serbia, not Serbia, <laughs> Montenegro. <laughs> okay. Huh. What? She said, yeah, that helps me. <laughs> well, there's just a lot of wizarding action over there because that's where Charlie is with the dragons in Romania. It's, so there, there's like a, there's a hub of wizards over there. It is one country away from Bulgaria. And Romania is right above Bulgaria. Oh, you're right. They keep coming up. And that's Shoot. where Crumb is from, right? Crumb, Crumb is the, the Bulgarian seeker. Yep. I always mm. thought Albania was further north, but Albania mm. looks lovely. If I was Maybe Voldemort and like a shriveled soul, I would definitely things. want to go to Albania <laughs> and just like go retire on the coast of Albania. Oh my goodness. It's like right by the boot of Italy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I heard it's really pretty. 
Right. New uh, new trip. We're gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> That's our first one. We'll go to Albania, <laughs> find Lord Voldemort, kill him, and then uh, then we'll nice. start the rest of the then, journey. Yes, exactly. Because you know all the spells, John. You'd carry this team. <laughs> no, Jen would be going Wingardian Leviosa. <laughs> okay, we raise him in the air and we just drop him. Yep. Now we could deal with the dragon. No, I'm just kidding because it has wings. So no, we, we tangle <laughs> him with the tent. That is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Tie him up. <laughs> oh. Okay, um, we are. We probably talked about a lot of chapter twenty already. So true. Yeah. But very quickly, give me a summary of chapter twenty. I mean, it's quite simple. It's involved, but it's simple. The first task. <laughs> yeah. Of it's, the tri- yes. the quad wizard. Quad wizard tournament. Yeah. Tournament. Yeah. And they uh, they go into mm-hmm. detail about each encounter. With the dragons, their yeah. own dragon. And, and one of the first things that we Ron did. Ron and Harry become friends again. Yeah, that was Re- wonderful. That was a fun part. We'll get to that in a sec. But this uh, this starts off with um, something that annoys me a little bit, but Harry destroying Cedric's bag, handbag. The new one that he just got. Over the line. I know. I'm like, just trip him or something like that. Or just like go talk to him. It just yeah. felt like... Oh. Because Ink Har- everywhere now yeah. and the whole thing. Because Harry didn't want to talk to the rest of the people around Cedric. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to sabotage him and destroy the bag that he just got. Come on, Harry. Hmm. A I little hope rough. the Reparo yeah. spell works. Yeah, hopefully. Hermione <laughs> will be able to fix that quick. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that was, a, like that. that was a quick rant. I had I to listen that. to that a couple times. And like, there were no guarantees. Why did he do it? Yeah. And then I was like, just to get them away. <laughs> yeah. But what if like, they all stayed to help him clean his stuff yeah. up and then right. it would be the same thing. I know. But with yeah, they're not bag. good friends because they're like, okay, bye. Well, I got, oh, because Cedric was like, Yeah, that spoke to the, the character of Cedric. I like that about Cedric. Mm. He's like, no, 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 guys, just tell the presser I'll be late. I'm going to, yep. I'll just do this myself. I like him. Cedric is an upstanding guy. I really like Cedric. Except yeah, he seems legit. He seems more of an animal abuser than Harry. <laughs> because he sends a Labrador <laughs> out he is for a, a dragon dog. to go devour. Mm. <laughs> Oh, Wes. I'm saying Wes. that because Wes is right there sleeping. He's a cutie. Um, yeah, my first question on this chapter was, how would you feel if you got a new handbag and Harry Potter comes and splits it down the middle? <laughs> <laughs> Split him in the middle? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would not like that. I just think of another handbag story. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no, you got a handbag story. Let's hear it. Mm. It's not my no, story to say. Ah, <laughs> but classic. Um, that would be terrible. Yes. <laughs> you know what is weird? That Harry and Hermione walked around the lake three times. Yeah. Um, there must be multiple lakes, maybe? Or something. <laughs> because how? It just doesn't make sense. Walk around the lake? Now, maybe I've got a bit of movie lake in my head. Mm, um, yeah. And also, I refuse to accept that it's not Loch Ness. <laughs> Loch Ness but, is huge. <laughs> uh, like, so lake, now we're thinking freshwater. Maybe it was just low tide and there was a spot they could walk. <laughs> but like all the pictures I have of a lake are gigantic. You don't walk around it three times. You hike around it once and it would take you like all day, maybe. Also, I know it's oh, magic, so it doesn't really make sense. What? I'm just thinking of a lake down in where I went to school. Well, like they could be reasonable. Yeah, like small and whatever. But I'm picturing the like Hogwarts, this castle is on a lake that's like, gigantic <laughs> you know like they have to sail across it with the first years when they get there and like i'm picturing We're talking a really really long time <laughs> yeah yeah and so it's hey it's possible but also um Durmstrang sailed there 
So yeah. I pictured, granted oh, yeah. it's magic, yeah. they, they could fly, I don't know what the ship can do, but I was picturing it was like a submarine and kind of did the whole journey huh. underwater. Okay. So it would have to be a saltwater lake connected to oh, okay. the ocean. So that's how the ship got there. So now I'm like, <laughs> these things don't seem to fully align. And even in the movies, again, it was it was a lock. It was like yeah. connected to the sea at some point. So now I'm like, they walked around it. I don't buy it. How? Maybe low tide. That's all I could gather. Can't there be another lake nearby? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe multiple. Like this yeah. is like an additional pool, like a bonus I love lake. The way this your is a pond. brain works. You can walk around it three <laughs> times while you're having one conversation. Yeah. Sure. Totally fine. But the lake, like the one that we've it got says the lake. squids in it and everything <laughs> and whatever. It doesn't say. We don't know. So Sorry, I just really want to find Hogwarts, and this I know is making you do. it so tricky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless they, she has her time turner. Mm, Did a little turn. You just said she needed it again. back in. I know, yeah, for sure. I'm just messing. Yeah, maybe not. For sure, he says. I think you definitely still have movie um, lake in your head, and I, I think mm. the books is a little bit smaller. A there's, smaller there's lake, a squid more there. reasonable. Yeah. How does sailboat what? get in there? Huh. The Durmstrang came on a huge boat, yeah, so know. if it's a little lake, yeah, how is true. that happening? It's got to be somewhat sizable. It just opens up and then goes back to small? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I think of this... Pirates of the Caribbean. Someone brought that up, right? Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. Coming out of like David the whirlpool. Jones. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a fascinating one. I think uh, it's bigger than some people think, um, but not probably not quite as big as the movies. Hmm. Okay. But it just depends on the director. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Each one might be different. Yeah. The lake looks different every single movie. Maybe it changes size each day. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about this before too, but what are uh, the character qualities that you like in Harry? And what are the ones that you actually really dislike? If we're going to do a character analysis. of <laughs> I like that he sticks to his guns. Yeah. He kind of like, he trusts his gut a little bit. It's cool. Yeah. He trusts his gut and serious and no one else. Mm. And he sticks to his word too, which just goes along yep. with that a little. Mm. He's got a lot of nobility to him. Yeah. Mm. He knows, well, I guess he knows the other people are cheating and he knows Cedric isn't the, is the only one who doesn't know. So I love Harry's yeah, righteousness and yes. going to tell yeah. him. Even Moody says that's a very, what he says, it's a very noble thing you did. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't stand how stubborn he is. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I like it. Yeah, it can be a good quality. Yeah. If it's about good things. Yeah. Right. What is the what is the much. good word of stubbornness? Um steadfast. Steadfastness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> steadfastness is the positive spin on being stubborn, <laughs> and he's very steadfast. <laughs> Selfish sometimes. Yeah. Wait, selfish in what way? Like, I don't think he thinks of the consequences that it'll, mm. like, hurt other... Like, him putting himself out... Getting... Him putting himself in danger is selfish sometimes when it's unnecessary. And his friends and family members, or who are most of his friends, um, you know, are, like, worried for him or afraid yeah. or whatever. So, that's where I'm coming from, like, selfish. Maybe there's a better word. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a good mm -hmm. point. He's almost like being selfish in the ways that he thinks he's being unselfish, and the ways he's trying to protect other people. Sometimes he just needs to let those people make their own decisions and do their own things. 
Um, and he's done them as a series in the past before, and he's done this with Ron and Hermione too. Like, he needs to stop being so selfless that he's being selfish. Hmm. But what then Moody think? pulls him into his office now. Are you going to say that? No, I was going to ask Kristen. She always has a great character analysis. I don't have anything. I'm trying uh, to like <laughs> dig into the trenches of my mind, and I can't. I'm always like, Kristen has the psychology of like yeah, all right? our characters. I'm you like, what? what are you going to say? Specific instances, it's super yeah, odd for my mind. Yeah, I'm the same. I, can, I If someone asks me, like, oh, like a personality test, I'm like, everything's circumstantial on these. Hmm. I can like do this yeah. one thing and this one and, and another one in this. And Harry kind of is the same too. He doesn't hmm. trust people, but every once in a while he surprises you. Yeah. Like even his outpouring for Sirius right here, that's kind of like a surprising little thing. Mm-hmm. It took me by surprise. Yeah. Um, and some of the things, some of the things that he conceals, some of his absolute stubbornness, like his un, his inability to mend the relationship with Ron earlier was a little shocking for me too. I'm like, this is his best friend. And I know like sometimes best friends get roused like this, but um, Harry's desire for friends so much and family should lead him to mending this quicker. So. Hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. Everything is circumstantial and situational with him. I don't know. Maybe I'll come up with something in an hour. <laughs> yeah. And you're driving home. Oh, guys, I have this <laughs> <Yeah>. great point. <laughs> um, how do you like Moody's dark detectors? So he has a few. Do you remember what they are? They're cool. Secrecy sensor. So he has a sneakoscope. Yep, that's what I was saying. And that has the mile radius. And it's spinning like crazy. It literally said a mile radius. Yeah. I missed yeah. that. Okay. And a secrecy sensor, right? Secrecy sensor. One? Yep. What is that one? Um, it vibrates when it detects concealment and lies. Mm-hmm. Which Squiggly is always tipping it. He's <laughs> at the school. And then he has the mirror, right? Or the faux glass. Oh, yeah. What was that? Yeah. I was hard to understand what I, that one was. I was like. So it's a mirror that the blurrier your enemies, the farther they are away from you in actual proximity to you. The more refined and close they are, and um, the like more mirror. that you can actually see them clearly, they're closer to you in proximity. Gotcha. So like if you end up Faux seeing one glass. perfectly, oh, okay. you're like, oh, he's right behind so me. So that's when he says oh, seeing okay. the whites of their eyes. Yeah. Meaning like they're close they're, to the mirror. They're right there. They're then literally behind their you. Proximity, they're also close. Yeah. But then it's gotcha. weird because he's like, that's when I open my trunk. I'm like, what kind of gigantic <laughs> wizard weapon is in this trunk? I'm like, oh, don't open the trunk. I'm confused as why that solves his foe problem. But yeah. um, he's got weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, but Harry's just like, okay, cool, your trunk. All right, on we go to other things. It's funny. What do you think could be in the trunk? Do you think we're gonna find out, or is he is he just saying something weird? Oh, there's something in the trunk. Moody doesn't mess around. And seven keyholes? To get into the trunk. Yeah. I guess. Hmm. I guess at first I thought you just, uh, he has seven different keys that would take a long time to open. Maybe it's like different people have keys. You got to bring them all together. Mm. Only when seven people that are all at a certain mm. level can. He's like, Dumbledore, quick, come here. Hagrid. That we would gotta take get, forever. Yeah, it would take so long. And that would be impractical if his foe was right there. So maybe never mind. Him. The whites of his eyes. Mm. 
think of this what if he has all the people that he couldn't lock in Azkaban down in his trunk oh, like gosh. the bins <laughs> like trash bins oh, the person my. that came to attack him he locked he in the locked trash in the bins trunk. and he literally put him in his trunk that's like the <laughs> Shia LaBeouf movie yeah, that's like seven locks <laughs> it's all those there he has seven yep. people down there the that Shia LaBeouf great. movie where like his neighbor has oh, all the Disturbia, Disturbia. yeah that's a great movie mm. Have you guys seen the movie Prisoners? No. That sounds Prisoners. like something sounds I would have Jake Gyllenhaal, right? yeah. yeah uh, um, uh, what's his name? The singing Australian guy. Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Could have been Russell Crowe, not a good <laughs> singer. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. That movie is terrifying. Oh. Wow, interesting. I feel like I need to see that. It sounds... Yeah. It's Ooh. phenomenal. It's their best. I think it's their best performances by far. I think Whoa. they. I, I think Hugh Jackman is the the best he's ever done. And same thing, Jake Whoa. Gyllenhaal. There's another yeah. guy, Paul Dana, that does it. I think it's the best movie he's ever done by far. Hmm. It is good, but it's terrifying. It's one of those movies I watched and I saw it once. But it's mm -hmm. about some guy who abducts another person. I'm like, Moody just has those people in his bins <laughs> down in his. Okay, <laughs> he's got seven keys because he's got seven bins down there. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Ah, okay. So I assumed that's when he opens his trunk to let a Dementor out or something else to like help what him. But that's when he opens his trunk because he's about to throw a foe in there. That's the <laughs> oh, thing. He's like, when I see the whites of their eyes, <laughs> I get ready to lock them in my trunk. No I open word. it up just so it's ready for hey, that him. Hey, that sounds pretty good. That's nice. so fascinating. That's a great turn of phrase right like, there. That actually makes almost more sense for Moody. Yeah, it's like for he's real. He's so confident. He's just like, when my foes are near... I get ready to be victorious, basically. Huh. That's pretty funny. What That's so fascinating. I had never thought of that. Oh, uh, 343. Thank you. Um, we're just going back very, very briefly. On this character study of Harry, we have um, a comment here. Um, Harry was more hurt that he was a that Ron was the first friend he ever had, and that friend didn't believe him when he said he didn't put his name in the goblet, which I think is really true. And he covered mm -hmm. that hurt with anger at Ron, yeah. which I think, again, is true. Yeah. Um, Harry is, I feel, I do feel pretty bad for Harry in this instance. Um, but he does have Hermione next to him who's helping him, but it's just not quite the same, like you mentioned later. <laughs> um, so with, uh, with Moody, Moody is essentially helping Harry cheat here, too. Yeah. How do you like this? How do you like the idea of Moody's cheating? Like, I'm not going to show any favoritism. Yeah. <laughs> but what I will give is general advice. Um, Make the thing that you are good at come to you. Come on, Harry. Well, that's what yeah. I'm forgetting what it actually says at the end of the chapter. Who dismisses it? Like everybody cheats. It's normal. Bagman, is he Bagman. that what he says? Like when he's talking to Harry. Um, I guess I just don't like that because it's so vague. Yeah. But if you think that everyone else is going to be cheating and then you have to also cheat, but then are there really any rules? Like, I guess I'm thinking this comes up for me in, uh, I was thinking almost po poker, like bluffing or the game mafia. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever played the game, you know, everyone puts their heads down or all the villagers go to sleep and then the mafia wakes up and kills people. You play with your friends and then the sheriff has to figure out who the mafia is. And ultimately you're stuck lying to your friends and trying to bluff and say i'm not the mafia he's the mafia i heard he made a noise when the mafia <laughs> woke up or whatever that, that game year. is so i would always face that dilemma like how far do i go in the game to lie directly to the people that i love that i'm playing this game with mm. and it always feels so weird but it's like within the game 
you just embrace that you're gonna lie, you're gonna whatever. And I used to try and do it with no lying and that was fun too. But I'm wondering, is that what this is? Within the Triwizard Tournament, it is accepted that trickery, sneaking around, cheating is part of the game. It's like, who can find out what the tournament is gonna be before it actually starts? Who can spot the dragons? Who can do better research and have better like informants? I'm adopting that mentality because otherwise we're witnessing Harry cheat in like five different ways before it yeah. starts. And that feels weird too. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, mm, at this point, I'm embracing the idea that the Triwizard Tournament is not perfect. It's got a lot of flaws, even with the judges. And the idea is to do whatever you need to do to win. Yeah. But I thought yeah. we were saying it's survival for Harry. It is, yes, totally. And that's yeah. another out for Harry. But even if it wasn't survival, even for Cedric, like, did Cedric then go into the library and start reading about dragons? He took the information Harry gave him. He already had transfiguration book with maybe, him. Maybe he didn't. He, maybe he was too noble and he said, because Harry said it immediately. Harry didn't say, do you want me to tell you what the first challenge is? Mm-hmm. Harry just said, it's dragons. Boom. So Cedric didn't even have the chance to turn him down. Yeah. But if he was given the chance, would Cedric have turned him down? Hmm. Or is it just accepted that this this is part of it? If you get a chance to learn information, you got to take it. And that's how Harry got in the tournament to begin with. Hmm. He's not above the age limit. But Dumbledore drew the age line. And if someone could find a way past it, it felt like it was kind of like, hey, if you find a way through this, you can be in. That's another interesting one, too, because it's students. So none of them really, truly have a choice in whether they want to cheat or not. Their teachers are the more like their teachers are vicariously <laughs> living through them, like I am vicariously living through you guys reading this for, for the first time. But their teachers are ultimately ones that want to win more. It's like mm-hmm. when you have a bad coach who is reliving his glory days, and all he wants to do is win, so he runs you ragged, and they get you to cheat yeah. every which way. You know, like it's a, a coach who ends up, you know, like letting his players take steroids in high school or something like that because he is so obsessed with winning, he cannot re- let let that go. Karkaroff, Maxime seem like that. Hmm. Dumbledore is more noble and Moody's even said that because um, Moody was the one that even said everyone cheats in the tournament I think and yeah. it's I, I needed to get Dumbledore to recognize that yeah. oh was Moody he, says that is well, that in Moody this conversation says, it's all right said Moody cheating's a traditional part of the yeah, yeah, yeah. tournament oh, and always yeah. has been yeah so not Bagman or maybe Bagman said it too but the fact that Moody's saying it always has been hmm interesting yeah but I find it funny they all cheated but they still had not the greatest. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. they didn't come in that prepared. They didn't seem like it. And yet, Sirius had a nice, simple charm ready to go or spell. Just yeah. like, oh yeah, it's real simple. Just do this. Curious what it's gonna be. But Cedric already had the Transfiguration book in his bag that fell out. Nice. So he was already practicing. Yeah, that was a great catch. Actually, I didn't. I didn't hmm. even notice that. Oh yeah. So he his Transfiguration skills were good. Like he, honestly, if he didn't know about it he might have done the same thing and done it pretty mm. well yeah <laughs> you didn't get a lot of time it. to rethink this it's true yeah i mean right. harry didn't get a ton either but he got maybe at least an extra night to think about this yeah. enough to get his fireball yeah exactly yeah <laughs> for sure i just still find it so interesting like you have to concentrate more and say it a certain way for the spell to work and i don't get it yeah, that's it doesn't a, that's make a any sense to me. It's kind of always evaded me too. I think we've talked about this before, but I think there's different Probably. spells that are <laughs> like it's almost before. like. But it's a really confusing point. 
because this spell seems like riding a bike once you get it you get it but at the same point it requires concentration so is there a point mm. where you can just miss mess up this spell even if you've done it a million times can you say this word and it won't whatever you're yeah. summoning won't come to you and I don't know. I think I'm trying really to like parallel it to something. Same. I'm even thinking of um, dance. So I have one instance of this move that I was doing and I could not get it. And I did it a million times and a million times. I kept falling or twisting weird. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if a different teacher kind of explained it a different way or whatever it was, but I got it and it clicked. And then I was able to just do it naturally. Yeah. Mm. So like, I don't know if maybe some yeah, kind maybe, of parallel yeah. with that. You know, it's it's hard because it's, it's yeah, just words, exactly, but like yeah. to connect it to like a physical movement, maybe yeah. it's like that type of muscle. And maybe it is muscle memory of the brain, right? Right. Um, so maybe you're like exercising one part of the brain so that when you do that spell again, like you can actually have perfect muscle memory of how you did that when it worked. I guess it's kind of true of Harry and the Patronus charm in the third book too. Maybe that was like muscle yeah. memory of him. Mm-hmm. He saw himself doing it. So he was like, I can do this. And then he's just able to do it. Yeah. So that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah, yes, I feel like it, I, okay. I'm thinking of whistling, like when you try and whistle with a <laughs> blade of grass or yeah. like an acorn. You can blow on that thing a million ways; it won't work. And then one day it just clicks, and you're like, "Oh, now I can yeah. whistle." Now you just get it. Um, I've never been able to do that. Me neither. <laughs> well, one day it's gonna click. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is <laughs> that is very true. I remember. I think I even told this story maybe a while ago when we were having this conversation. But I remember I was trying to learn how to whistle with two fingers in your mouth mm, and yep. I couldn't get it and I remember I was at a basketball game and my mom could do it and she taught me how to do it she's like you do this you fold your tongue behind your mouth and you just have to find that sweet spot but the entire time at the basketball game annoying her to no end because I was trying to do this whistle <laughs> yeah, and I was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I got I was like and I was like oh, I did it and once oh, man, you find that victory. once you find that sweet spot it's easy like you need to refine mm. things and get it but like once you find that you're good mm. but it takes a while to find it you know and I yeah. think from the outside, like whether it's a dance move or whistling or anything else, it would look very similar to somebody who doesn't know the difference. Maybe yeah. they're like, right. it looks like you have the right form for whistling or mm-hmm. wait, was that not the move? I thought you just did it. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not right. I want it to feel this way. So maybe that's how it is. Like it sounds like Harry's got it, but not fully. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I think that's it. That's hmm. a great point. That helps me guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. There you go. Um, what do you think of Bagman trying to help Harry in the tournament, though? So, do you think it's different from of Bagman helping him than it is uh, Moody helping him? Do you think Bagman's was... I mean, Bagman's just seemed a little bit more shady, right? Maybe that was just me reading it. I think he's just so, like, energized and, like, excited that he's just too much for Harry to, like, trust. Yeah. Yeah. I I interpreted it kind of like pleasant, like he was excited, kind of eager, reliving his own glory days, even though it was Quidditch, a little different. But like he just loves the energy. He's all excited. Harry, you need some help because he he probably thought of a solution and he's just excited about it. Mm. I wonder if it would have been the same since he was a Quidditch player too. It honestly could have been. He maybe he would have referenced that right away. But I love that he lowered his voice conspiratorially. I'm like. That sounds a little shady, but it also feels like he's on Harry's side. Like he's showing some favoritism towards Harry. Either that or he was trying to sabotage him and uh, Harry dodged a bullet with this one. But Harry denied him. So we'll I liked know. your way. Like, just tell me what it is. I'm still going to stick to what no I'm doing. No downside. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, like, 
Okay. I'm just going to throw this out there. There is possibly one downside that Bagman is the one that wants Harry killed. Yes. So if he listens, it potentially lets Bagman get in his head in some yeah. way. Yeah. Yep. So like he's able to take advantage of Harry in this instance. Mm-hmm. And the next task, even if, even if maybe Bagman's he responsibility to is to get here. So maybe he's like, Harry, say this spell. And it sends, it makes a dragon even angrier. And like it releases mm, all the fury yep. of the dragon. So the dragon just comes and kills him or something like that. Because I, I don't care if you have a Is that 100... what Harry's thinking, you think? I don't think that Harry's necessarily thinking that. Bagman seems like a likable character. So maybe. Uh, yeah, he's on my list of like, yeah, yeah, for sure. people. Because we've liked people before and they've betrayed us, you know, mm. in these books. <laughs> She's very good at that. Fickle characters. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so there's a possibility other than that, like Harry should take this advice and Harry, I think has enough wisdom to know whether it's going to be good advice or bad advice yeah. or whether he had followed or not. But if Bagman really is the one that wants Harry dead, then he shouldn't take this advice at all. He shouldn't. Harry did exactly what he should have done, mm-hmm. which is now nah, I'm, I'm okay. And I don't expect that Voldemort's got some grand plan for the first thing. I feel like whatever this trap is, I'm thinking of it as a trap, not trying to kill Harry. If it is a trap, I'm thinking that would come up in the third one. So even if Bagman gave him good advice and helped him get through, it might've just been to build his confidence and a trust between them. So Harry makes it to the round two and then yeah. round two Bagman can do it again. And then all of a sudden they're a team. And then round three is where it's a curveball. Yeah. Um, and then that's when Harry's most vulnerable because he just trusted someone he shouldn't. So either way, not a bad thing. Now mm-hmm. that Harry made it through, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but if his summoning charm didn't work and he didn't get the broom, he would have had nothing. Yeah. Right. Did he have a backup plan at all? No. Would have been nice if Bagman gave him like a plan B. Mm-hmm. So better than death. Or maybe maybe he did and we just didn't hear about it. He did yeah. walk around the lake three times after all. Yeah. So maybe him and Hermione <laughs> came up with some other plans. But it's a great point. Also, I love that um, he left the Great Hall with Professor McGonagall and she didn't seem herself. She looked nearly as anxious Aww. as Hermione. She had a lot of money riding on this. Yes. <laughs> you guys. Oh, I like to think she so was happy. worried about Harry. <laughs> I was like getting her to go like, oh, yeah, she really loves him. And then he's like, she had a lot of money on this. Bet. And it comes up again because when they're talking about it, um, I think it was maybe after it was all said and done, Bagman said something about the odds that Harry's odds confirming it. Where so I'm that? like. Yeah, well, let me let me go find that at the he end goes, of the chapter. He, he said the odds on Harry will be a lot less now, or something like that. <laughs> I do remember that he did really well in this task, or he, oh. when he was flying. But you're taking that as a end. bet? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Or McGonagall. Uh, <laughs> there is. Uh, how do you think there's betting that's happening? This is going to shorten the oh, yeah. odds on Mr. Be. Potter. Okay. Why else have odds uh, if there's yeah. not betting? So well, do you I think there's just tons of adult wizards betting on these children That's to see who's going to win? That is horrible, <laughs> and they definitely are. Yep. Because right. these two would be <laughs> yes, they'd be right in with it. How much money do you think Fred and George are, are betting on this tournament? <laughs> You're right; they use their aging thing. Say, it couldn't well, pass the age line, but they can at least go in. Yeah. From, uh, oh, the Quidditch match, Quidditch. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And they're pretty good, I guess. They went double or nothing on Harry winning the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> they're definitely in on that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's uh, interesting, but maybe it sounds like it. It really does. Um, any other thoughts on this chapter? 
besides Harry, is Harry the your favorite person who went about getting past the dragons? Who's who's the next favorite? Oh, let me look at what they we, did. Yeah. Again. yeah, we don't know exactly what they did, but Crumb Cedric did. Oh, yeah. you could say so. Crumb did a spell right in the eye. Mm-hmm. And it knocked the dragon over, crushed some of the eggs, but he still got it. Mm-hmm. Floor tried to put the dragon to sleep somehow, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of worked. Did go to sleep, but then it snored. Yeah, and the and fire and came out. <laughs> oh, that's a, right. a little jet of fire came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Cedric sacrificed a, a Labrador. Rest in peace. No, it didn't eat Labrador. it. Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so dramatic. Because it went back for Cedric. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Halfway through, it changed his mind. So Cedric starts transforming every rock into a Labrador. Yeah, whole army of dogs. <laughs> the one thing I didn't understand, though, is that Floor shouldn't have been able to lull the dragon, right? Because they were saying, I thought you needed a ton of wizards yeah. to do that. So that made me think of her wand with the Vila hair. Oh, wow. That's a great point. The Vila naturally woos people mm. in trances. So maybe because she has that wand, she's actually able to do more advanced magic yeah, and wooing point. people. And Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like oops. writing this down. Bring this up on the subreddit. See if any fans have <laughs> yeah. theories about this. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? You're yeah, literally. I'm taking notes on certain things. Yeah, you guys had some good stuff this podcast. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, anything else that you guys saw on this? I like the chapter a lot. Yeah. yeah. Really... These, are, these are really good ones. I like when Hermione said they were both stupid. Oh, this yeah. one was just favorite like, She had lines. a good one liner and yeah. I was just like, oh, yes. It was like funny, but like meant something. I, I was, was like, just yeah, about Hermione. to read that. Oh, the whole, in, the so whole entire good. interaction. Harry, uh, Ron goes, Harry, he said very seriously, whoever put your name in that goblet, I, I reckon they're trying to do you in. It was as though the last few weeks had never happened, as though Harry was meeting Ron for the first time, <laughs> right after he'd been made champion. Ron grinned nervous, nervously at him, and Harry grinned back. Hermione burst into tears. There's nothing to cry about, Harry told her, bewildered. You two are so stupid. <laughs> I love that so much. Hermione and she runs off yeah. crying and Ron's like barking mad. I can I just know. picture him saying it. It's so great. <laughs> I do love Ron's defense of uh, when Karkarov gives him a bad score. And oh, he goes, yeah. he's livid at him. I'm like, he finally gets his friend back fighting yeah. on his side. I love that. Um, and Harry loved it more than the... He could give me a yeah. zero and I would have yeah. been happy yep. with And I love that now everyone was cheering for Harry. Maybe not the Slytherins, yeah. but Hogwarts was uniting here. Yes. And cheering for Harry and Cedric. Yes. Which is great. Love that. Love some good unification over the Hogwarts <laughs> champions. I'll say this. Um <laughs> tied for first. Almost kind of nice. Yeah. Could have given him three and put Crumb in the lead. Maybe that's where he drew the line and said, all right, I'll give him four. That way they're tied for first. That's what? reasonable. But Karkarov could have given him a three <laughs> and made Crumb the leader at this point. So I don't know if that means anything. In your mind, it does. Well, let me see. Was yeah, he the last one? You with your Yeah, numbers. Crumb was the final person, right? No, Harry was the final. Or sorry, Karkarov was the final. Um, oh, judge. Judge to yeah. give the numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he really did have all the power at that point. And he made the decision to give him a tie for first. Hmm. Yeah. Which 
I don't know if that means anything. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it could even be bad because if if Karkarov already knows some stuff that's coming up in future challenges, maybe your placement on one challenge determines where you go in another challenge. So maybe he wanted Harry to get a certain position. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's something to be be wary of, though, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but now wait until February for the next challenge. I know. Agony. And the the clue is in the egg, so we're gonna try to figure out what's going on in this egg. What the yes. clue is. Wait, what's the time frame for where they are now to February twenty? This is November. This is November. I forget okay. what day in November I'm though. Totally Let's just say it's November, the day we're recording right Whoa. now. We're in November, and then we're not gonna get till the next task till February, guys. Our reading has to really slow. I'm just kidding. Give me the death look. I will not do that. We're going home and we're reading the next no. few chapters. <laughs> and I love that Harry got his uh, his mic drop moment with Rita Skeeter. Yeah. Oh yes. And he said goodbye. Yeah. Nope. Yes. That goodbye. was so good. That was amazing. She's gonna turn that into something. Yes, yeah. you can have a word <laughs> exactly. Harry said savagely. Goodbye. Oh. Love it. This is so random, but I wrote I gotta get my own copy of Men Who Love Dragons Too Much. <laughs> is that Did one of the books they wrote? Yes. Read? yes. <laughs> there was like awesome. a short little sentence. I don't know why that grabbed my that attention, but I was funny. like it's a great book title. <laughs> gotta get my own copy of Men that. Who, is Haggard on that list? Oh, he, he probably seen that book. Yeah, 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 right. Um, I also love. Well, Harry kind of was talking about how much he loved Hogwarts, mm. and he was like, "This was the first time that I didn't." Hmm. Didn't he say something about the yeah. first time yeah. he wasn't like thrilled about Hogwarts? But I was like, "It's not actually Hogwarts; it's Ron." Yeah, mm, you know, he's like nice. he's making the connection in his mind that he loves Hogwarts, but yeah, it's he, the people. He has a line in there that helps him. Uh, he thinks of Dudley and he thinks he would rather deal with a dragon than have to go home to the Dursleys, <laughs> which is profound hmm. and sad yeah. uh, that he is, would rather literally sit with dread in his stomach and deal with a dragon than he would rather go home with the Dursleys and live miserably. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm. Dursleys really did a number on him. Yeah. I like that the other champions were also scared too. Yes. Like that <laughs> felt like a big moment because... Bless you. Um, because up until that point, I think I pictured the other champions as being a little more solid. But even when it went through the list, they were each showing fear and nervousness in their own way. And then I was like, all right, good. It's a bit more of an even playing field. Yeah. That's a reasonable response that they would all be nervous, um, which I felt like that was good. Yeah. They're like Terry a little more up to their level. I just yeah. can't get over. These are kids. I know. I know. And they're like, okay, guys, let's test your skills and you can almost mm. die or pretty much you can't. Oh, no, you can die because it's happened. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and they have no signing consent that they're. Dragons, yeah. Hmm. I wonder if there's. No, with Wizarding, it seems opposite. I was thinking about um, the Olympics because you hit your, your physical prime for some of these sports so so young yeah mm. but for wizards i feel like you hit your prime no. way way later like, like runners hit their prime in like late 30s or 40s you marathon runners not sprinters and so maybe there's something <laughs> really? about that for wizards but it's even later you but see like the is there an like, element of that to high school there's like the skateboarding gold medals and like there were like 11 12 and 13 year olds winning gold Absolutely medals for nuts. skateboarding well, and like yeah what? It was insane this past like Olympics. That makes sense. Like some little Brazilian, I think, skateboarder just won gold medal for something absolutely insane. Oh Even like some Americans are winning like snowboarding medals. Like uh, Kim, oh, Chloe Kim young. was like 
Mm. Uh, 15, 16 when she won her first gold medal in the Olympics. I'm like, that's insane. So maybe it is. Maybe your magical, I don't think, I feel like your magical prime is like Dumbledore's age. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You have to really I feel like the older that you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it does seem absurd to do it so young. That's where all the magic is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's where he stores it. (laughs) Mm. You're close. I'm growing. Yeah. You just got to keep growing it. Then when we go, you got to dye it white and then Whoa, we'll go just cosplay to Building it. my wizard costume right now. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> um, yeah, at the rate we're going, you will have a long beard <laughs> out and about. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap this one up then, Jen. So you can read after. Um, you can go home and read. Uh, anybody besides Harry that you would give the house cup a word to? Hermione, maybe? Moody, maybe? Any other characters in these just these two chapters? Maybe Hagrid for showing Harry? Yeah, I mean, those are the only ones that would be yeah. in the running, you know, serious for talking yeah. at the fire and stuff. But oh, yeah. I feel like it kind of has to be Harry. Hagrid did show him the dragons. That let him prepare if Harry doesn't get it for literally defeating a dragon. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's like our thought process. <laughs> yeah. The work. You know? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, you're right. It's got to be him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, it's just two chapters and it's like pretty much one task. But what is your favorite moment in these two chapters? Hmm. Harry and Ron being friends again, I think. Mm. Yeah. The defeat of the dragon defeat um, <laughs> was great too, but. I was more yeah. emotional at the Harry and Ron reuniting. Mm, tearing up yeah. like Hermione. No, I didn't tear up, but mm. but I could have if I was in a different mood, probably. <laughs> have you guys teared up yet at, at these books? Or gotten emotional? Oh, yeah. When was it, I though? I texted so. the group. It was in the yeah, beginning. That was a while. That was like one of the beginning ones. I can't wait to talk about, like, later on, everyone who's read them, there's parts that you cry at four, five, six, and seven. And everyone has a different part they kind of tear up at or cry at. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> My brother has a part that he cries at. And I never thought of this for anything when he was like, that one hit me. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that's so good. That's such a good <laughs> part. <laughs> like, I like it. <laughs> You're going to make us read this so that you can record us crying. So yeah. I can't wait. I got to throw that question out on Reddit. What, um, oh, what part made you tear up or cry? Hmm. I thought you were going to ask them what part what you part want you, us yeah. to read. Oh, don't worry. They're going to all. They're, oh, yeah. Place bets just like McGonagall. <laughs> Guys, you are giving me so many notes to make on our subreddit right now. This is great. Anyway, Chris and Jen, do you have a favorite moment in these chapters? Well, I'll, I agree with what Danny said, but because of what I love to do when Sirius is giving information (laughs) (laughs) about Kakarov and Bertha Jorkins, the background. I love that stuff because then I could piece things together. Yeah. It's short, but. It was so good though. So much in there. And then Harry is like, like you were saying, spilling his guts finally. Like just let it go. I know. Finally. Open up. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I'm going to agree with you. Danny, the reconciliation mm. of Harry and Ron. It was like, oh, finally. 
Like, wait, was that? Oh, that's like Hermione's reaction, probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally. So stupid. You guys are so stupid. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part, too. When Hermione just goes, you two are so stupid. <laughs> just runs away. Oh, that's so great. All such a great two chapters. And then we get to read more. So. And even when Ron, last thing, when Ron is like, yours is the best out of all like four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is what they did, but yours is the best. Like, I thought that was a Such a pure great, moment. Like, yeah. Good friendship again. I'm wondering yeah. when it changed for Ron, when he saw it was dragons, or was there a moment during the actual competition? Mm. Or when he almost got hurt, when he got like, hurt. when he actually saw Harry come out, or yeah, when he almost, or got actually cut. Yeah. I don't know. I He's feel like, like there was a change when he came down the stairs. Yeah, honestly, I was going to say that. serious? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. it was almost like he, I felt defeat in him. And it was like he the was fight kind of was gone. Throw, does an airy throw the button at him or something? Oh like, my yeah, gosh, Harry yeah. Like next yeah. Level yeah. Harry was, and Harry, I wanted to fight. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was like I'm making like, it worse. On, read, read the situation, yep. child. But, but Ron was very like self-controlled in that moment. It felt like it could have escalated. <laughs> But yeah, it didn't. right. Because yeah, Harry like walked just... by him, thinking that Ron was going to punch him, and he didn't. Right. I know. Right. But he throws the button or whatever and says, "Now you have a scar, like <laughs> yeah, me, just what you wanted, gosh. or something." Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, Ridiculous. so good. Oh my Some god, right Hey, that's what I predicted too. Since you use that. It was also really cute that the Creevy brothers were trying to charm the buttons and change the... They're so that was really cute. When you brought them up before, I was like, yeah, Harry, you should have befriended them. I know. They're truly great people. I love them so much. They had his back at that point. Because they were the only two, right? Exactly. Literally the only two people in the whole school. I know I was bad-mouthing Colin when he first showed up, but (laughs) I take all that back. (laughs) This is a pro-Colin podcast. We love Colin Creevy. Dennis is his younger brother. Creevy, creevy, <laughs> pro creevy podcast. Indeed. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on our journey of Harry Potter and the first time readers. <laughs>you guys give me so much good information right now i can't wait to re-listen <laughs> to this and then throw everything on reddit i was literally typing up stuff on throwing it on reddit as you guys are speaking oh we're actually putting it on reddit you yeah. can't wait so i just can't wait for some of this stuff you guys say stuff and i'm like yep i need to put this on right reddit now. right now because i need answers <laughs> yeah i know right that one thing